For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far, you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got something to say. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, the joint. No cursing on this podcast, y'all. We have been saved. We have been. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. We have been converted, y'all. Okay, nothing but good vibes and and Christian verses on this new yes, Jim and Juice podcast. I don't know if you even call it Jim and Juice podcast anymore, man. Maybe that's too materialistic. Yeah. You gotta think about something more religious sounding. I'm trying to think. <laughs> and by the way, this this song. Do y'all still like this song? I, this song I was love hard. This song. What are you saying? <laughs> this song was actually on the radio in rotation. This song played nonstop when I was growing up, man. Yes. I'm not gonna lie, I hated it after a while. Are you serious? I did. <laughs> I did. I was never like church going like that, mm-hmm. but I did like it for a little bit. Every single station, the hip hop station that played DJ Screw music all the time, so I listened to, they played this shit nonstop too. It ruined my vibe sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But the original gospel singer. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Um, my mother bought the bootleg cassette tape to this. Oh, that's we got evil. It for the Muslims. That's evil. Yeah. Hey. And it was like, it was a real, it was. You could tell they recorded everything off of like a radio or something. <laughs> so they wrote on their Kurt. Uh, it was God's property. They wrote God's property on on the front and back. And it was it was hilarious, man. I kind of miss the bootleg CD days, man. But I feel yeah. like it's also kind of demonic to bootleg a gospel CD. Yeah, it was. And <laughs> this is the funny part. It was a cassette tape. It wasn't even the CD. It was a cassette tape. Damn. So that's how long ago somebody it was. recorded it off the radio. That's yeah. wild. But yes, this is Kirk Franklin and the family stomp. I'm sure y'all all heard this damn song. A billion. Let me turn it up a little bit now. I'm feeling it now. What year was it? Like 98? Had to be late 90s. Yeah, it's like 97, 98. I can't lie to you. This is in a regular rotation. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I love this song. (laughs) 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 What what do you think? Because... When we when you talk about gospel songs, we really only bring up Kirk Franklin. Or Fred Hammond. Yeah, him too. But Kirk Franklin's the only one who wins the BET award every year. <laughs> except last year when Snoop Dogg did. Yeah. And that was so, a joke. What what are other because I was thinking about what to bump in for this show, but I can't think of no other popular gospel songs. Are there any other ones other than this? This is probably the greatest gospel song. <laughs> or the one that went all over. Because yeah. what's a, another gospel song that Went all over the place. It hit the charts like this. Maybe Mary Mary. That Ultra new one beam. that's out right now. Uh, I don't want to thank no love nobody but you. That shit. Y'all heard that one yet? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're yeah. About. yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't like that song though. Ultra Light yeah. Beam. Is that's that a, cri- a? I don't. I don't look at that as a gospel song. I yeah. do. It's on a, my gospel playlist. Mm-hmm. And Chance cussed in the verse too. Yeah, that's not a gospel song. You can't yeah. be cussing in front of the Lord. Kirk Franklin's on it. Yeah, but damn, you can't be cursing. He said, damn, Gina. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's, well, that's what he said? Damn. I, I don't know. We you can, can, yeah. Oh, okay. we tell me that. what gospel song say damn. Did any of these Kanye songs have? Yeah, I, I know they were curse free. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay, okay. It wasn't even nothing that was somewhat offensive because, you know, you can still make offensive stuff that's not cussing. Yeah. Well, uh, a certain member of the Clips had a certain line about uh, a certain Mitch material I being to, in his, yeah. Mitch, I used to sell. But we'll get into that. Yeah. We will break down that album. If you didn't know, the reason why he bumped in with some Kirk Franklin is because we're all spiritual and saved <laughs> because Kanye's new album, Jesus is King, finally did come out. Um, a little later than expected. I was shocked. But it actually did come out. I knew it was going to come out because the label actually promoted it like it was coming out. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, we were going off a tweet from Kim Kardashian, or actually an Instagram story. Yeah. So this rollout was more official. They had a whole movie to go with it that I heard is kind of trash, but I whatever. Seen it, yeah. Uh, it, I, I, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, his movie rollout, the album rolled out. About seven to nine. I don't know how many tracks it is, but we'll get into that in a second. First off, let us introduce the podcast as we always do. My man Figgy himself, the hardest working man in radio to this day, wearing a World Series shirt that I'm kind of jealous it. of because it looked yeah, better than mine. I got it here from free. Where'd you get it from? Um, They sent it up to the station. Oh, motherfuckers. Really? Yeah. yeah I um, missed that one. It has the tag all the producers in it. I'm not, since I'm not full time. Mm hmm. They didn't tag me in it. Of course. But um, Landry looked out for me and got me a shirt. And That's a what's up. Yeah, they so. did it in 2017, and I got those, but they don't look as good as that one. I like really? that one better. Mm. That one's clean. Yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> That's good. Landry holds it down for you. Mm-hmm. And John, too, but yeah. still. Shout out yeah. to Landry. Shout out to In The Loop. Yeah. Um, yep. We're also joined by the lovely Jasmine. What's going on, girl? Nothing. Watching this Astros win, because we're claiming it. Hey, don't it. say it yet. It ain't over yet. Claiming it. <laughs> don't say it. It ain't over yet. <laughs> but uh, 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 good, y'all doing well. Anything else? Anything else? How are else? you? Yeah. <laughs> I've been, when the weather changes drastically, sometimes I feel like I'm getting sick. And I'm kind of going through that right now. Uh, I don't think I'm sick, but I just wake up kind of feeling shitty. I've been having headaches. It's mm. sometimes when the weather gets all crazy, I feel terrible. But I'm all right now, man. This yeah. this album healed me. Did <laughs> one listen through, and I suddenly feel you know just different inside. You know, I don't even want to look at porn no more. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> man. I mean, you going through it? No, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I did the whole sober October thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna do no nut November next month. That's gonna be I'll fucking hard. With that. That's gonna be hard, man. Every year I've tried and I failed in like the first week, but this year I'm gonna try. What's the purpose of it? Just to say you did it? No, I think at least, and I know I'm gonna gross Jasmine out. So cover your virgin oh years. My God. But <laughs> <laughs> I think for me at least, well, the idea is that if you like porn addiction is just not a good thing for your health probably um for me you you just feel more invigorated when you go a while and don't do it like have you ever noticed you just had a dry spell and just didn't you know watch porn or have sex and then you kind of feel it's like yeah yeah, but it's like worth it before you do you kind of feel like more Mm clear-headed you feel more i don't know pumped up and yeah but then after you do it like right after you feel good at right after but then like the day the day after that you're kind of like ugh, yeah. i'm drained like, yeah. yeah so the idea is to kind of do that for a whole month just for discipline things too okay. so i'm gonna try it i'm not gonna say i'm gonna succeed this time but i'm holding <laughs> strong for sober october so we'll see who gives a fuck man we're not here to talk about me we're here to talk about the damn kanye album y'all <laughs> so we have all had a chance to listen to the i don't know how many albums deep kanye is 
nine, ten, eleven, too many. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got one, two, I barely three, want to count that last one. Four or five. <laughs> are, we counting the, are we counting the um, joint album with Jay-Z? Yeah. Watch the Throne? Yeah. Wait, are we counting that as a J album too? Yeah. Uh, I don't see that counted in Jay's discography. You don't but think so? All right, so just his solo albums, he got eight. Okay. Kanye. I don't so know this why. is his Ten, eighth album. Yeah, uh, Kids, He Goes, that's nine. He got the uh, Watch the Throne, that's ten albums. Okay. And then uh, I don't count this Kanye West Presents, that good music. Yeah, that don't count either. Count. Yeah. I feel like Watch the Throne is more in Kanye's <laughs> collection or Kanye's discography than Jay-Z's for some reason. I'd be and down with weird, that. And that's weird because it's both of them. But. He produced it. It sounds more like his sound than yeah. Jay's sound. It's not a Jay sound at all. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'd be down with that. So it's eighth or ninth album, depending on what you're counting. Yeah. But um, so he released his album, also released a IMAX featurette um, playing in select theaters. We all heard the album. Let's do a track by track breakdown because fuck it. It's short. Very short. It's only 27 minutes long. So let's do a track by track breakdown, y'all. The first, the intro song, Every Hour. Uh, featuring the Sunday service choir. I don't know what this, <laughs> it, it, that that it even existed. But the Sunday service choir, the intro song, Every Hour. What did y'all think about this song to kick off the album? Number one, what, what were you expecting going into this album? Um, this is really random, but Apple Music is allowing you to r- change the order of an album now. It's so weird. I don't know. I'm just, I just updated my phone. Not too long ago, okay. or I'm just now discovering up like some of the features from the update, and that just kind of freaked me out just a minute. But um, I, the first song, I mean, it was the choir. Like I, I mean, it it was really quick. Um, I went back. Figgy was with me when I actually started listening to this. Mm-hmm. I, um, and I told him like I had to go back again because I thought I missed something because it went directly into the second song so quickly. But um, I didn't really get to dissect it or listen to it as much as I would have wanted to because of the environment I was in. I feel you. But So what were your initial thoughts thinking? I know when we talked about this before, Mm -hmm. you kind of expressed some doubts about how, I guess, serious he was about the whole Jesus and God and Christianity thing. Yeah. Did this song kind of move you in any way? I think we kind of mentioned that we wouldn't be surprised if it was a gospel album, right? Well, we knew it was going to be a gospel album. Yeah, I think, way, be, I think way before, though. I think when he first started doing the Sunday service thing. But he, what you did. I, one, I think, one of y'all did say yeah, that he was going to come out We brought it up before album. we knew it was official. That's true. Yeah, but um, I still, I, I really didn't have any any difference of opinion, honestly. I was still just kind of skeptical, just wondering what it was going to be like. And then Ashley actually... Um, sent me a reaction video to the pastor that we follow. And he had a, you know, posted his live feed of his natural reaction to listening to the album. And he had some positive words to say about it and was just very um, in support of us supporting him. So I was like, okay, well, if a pastor that I respect and listen to on a daily is is saying that, you know, he's going to support him and back him, then this is something that I mean I was gonna give it a chance regardless, but oh, okay. this is something that I need to actually try to take my biased opinion away and listen to. So okay, got the cosign for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, yeah. Um, 
that that kind of changed my opinion a little bit, but I still needed to get through the album to make my final final say so. And just so y'all know that I didn't finish all of it, even though it's only twenty seven minutes long, it's just because good. of the the live lounge that we have going on, Astros game that we have it's going on. It's all good. On. It's all good. Figure what you think about the first few tracks, man. Um, the first track every hour. Um, I don't know. Did it get you in the mood? Um, kinda. It got me in the church mood a little bit, but it was kind of like, uh, I hope it's not. The first song didn't really get me because it wasn't no. I, I'm not expecting a hard hitting drum in a gospel album yeah. or nothing like that, but it was kind of like a kind of Frank Oceanist, where it's no drum pattern, just you know, piano type of thing, but. It, w- it was cool, but I wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is great, how everybody else do. As soon mm-hmm. as the first track hit, they're like, oh, yeah, this is a class. I ain't get that feeling for, for it at that first one. Were you scared that this was going to sound as not of a Kanye album as you thought it was going to sound? Nah, I wasn't nervous. I felt like this was... Um, I felt like this was more of a Kanye album to me. I felt okay. like he was more... I felt like he was more comfortable doing something like this. I w- the one thing I was nervous about going in to this album is um, how clean he going to be. Because is this going to be like a super clean album or is it going to be like Jesus Walk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he, you know, he say nigga in it or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Where it wasn't really a church record. Mm-hmm. He was just saying Jesus Walk in the hook. <laughs> so, um my first my first reaction was or not reaction but my first thought was it was probably going to be maybe like a Jesus walk you know he got Pusha T and clips on there so you know Pusha T yeah about to <laughs> talk that shit about dope and all that we thought yeah that's what i thought <laughs> but um yeah the first song was cool but you know okay yeah. Uh, so I have to actually look and remember. Yeah. I don't even remember what this song. Fuck, we might just have to talk about what we remember from this album, because <laughs> I don't even remember what the second song sounded like, but I liked it. I remember the first. Uh, I'll talk about the first one first. Um, so every hour, I came into this album with low expectations. Um, I just didn't really think that. I was so disappointed by Yay that mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is just going to sound like more of the same, just more of a gospel tent to it but I knew it was going to be short I knew it was going to sound rushed and looking at the features I'm like okay nobody on here is literally really going to save it because it's mainly just Kanye solos so the first song is like okay you know it, it, it kind of kicks the album off right gets you in that churchy mood I guess mm-hmm. um, then the second uh, let me listen to this song real quick actually let me remember what Sayla sounds like because I don't even remember. I'm trying I'm to pull the to... lyrics up too. <laughs> Let me see if I like the song or not. I remember that song, but yeah. yeah. Do you remember the song? Figgy? I kind of do. That song really didn't get to me at that point. I think it was the the one song that did catch my attention was the Follow God because that had the same here the sample in it it yes. was it was like okay it, mm-hmm. you know my head was bobbing a little yes. too hard i'm like okay okay that was to me that was old kanye yes with the sample the hi-hats i mean you know it was clean rap but that to me that was the old kanye beats that people been looking for for years we can jump to that song i thought that was the best song on the album 
Mm. That was the one song that I'll probably go back to on this album, honestly. Mm. Follow God. Um, that did sound like old Kanye with the old verse. I thought it was hot. You know, the first three songs, I was getting a decent feel for the album. I was like, yeah. okay, maybe this won't be as bad as I thought it would be. And Follow God especially, you know, he's the most lyrical on that track than he is on his, his entire, on, this album or his last album. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's actually rapping on that song. Yeah. The only bad thing is it's so short. Yeah. It's like barely even That's, two minutes long. Yeah. So that got annoying. And I also feel like we're going to talk about the Clips feature, but I felt like this beat would have been a better song to have Clips on mm. because they would have, I honestly felt like, he could have given this beat to Pusha T for his new album. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Pusha T beat. He it sounded like a Pusha T beat. I think he missed, kind of messed up by not having Pusha T on his beat because Pusha T would have killed this too. Yeah, Kanye could have done a feature and kept his verse, but I kind of feel like it didn't really fit the rest of the theme of the album mm. because mm. this is a straight up rapidy rap song, you know? Yeah. So it kind of felt out of place, but I still thought it was really hot and I really enjoyed that one. And as we go deeper, close on Sunday. Mm-hmm. This damn song. You this, said what? This damn song. <laughs> this song was kind of corny, man. Uh, the whole chip closed like Chick Fil A or something like that. You my Chick Fil A close yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I, that that rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, man, you couldn't think of nothing else outside of that. That was corny, man. That turned me all the way off from that song. That's the annoying thing about Kanye. Kanye will have a good song, but he'll ruin it by some whack-ass lyrics. Yeah. I feel the same way with Father Stretch My Hands. That's a great song until he starts talking about bleached assholes. Yeah. Then it's like, yeah, I forgot to turn it off for the intro. <laughs> so I thought the beat was dope. The concept of the song was dope. But that Chick-fil-A line is too corny, man. Yeah. yeah. Too corny. The, I can't get past it. The funny part about it, that'd be the one, the one line that people catch yes. on and be the most popular line out the whole album. It's already getting meme to hell, man. Everybody's using that <laughs> you, line already. You know yeah. Chick-fil-A going to tweet something about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Watch. But do you think so, too? Because I've, Chris, Chick-fil-A is a really heavily based Christian company. You think mm. they're going to tweet about Kanye? They gonna tweet about that song. They gonna, you know how Twitter these food restaurants be trolling. Yeah, but I'm just saying because it's Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is not really into that kind of marketing. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did do something with this song mm-hmm. because it is a clean song. Can, it fits their yeah. values. I can see them quoting the um that lyric. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that, just as a joke. Plus, I don't think you want to really advertise the fact that you're closed on Sunday. So it'd be yeah, kind of weird for them to advertise with that because well, I think that I think that's the best part of their advertisement. They they hold it down. They that they're they probably never open on Sunday ever. Yeah, it's the day oh, of the no. Sabbath. That's, so they why that's something they um they pray like they, they take pride in that they don't because you're not supposed to work on Sundays. So they take pride in that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a thing where they're like, man, like we could make so much money if we open on Sunday. I think they make more money not being open on Sunday, for real, for real. I think Chick-fil-A will eventually be open on Sunday. You think so? I think these fast food wars are getting a little too heated now. Mm. Popeye's getting in the mix now. Yeah. Everybody making these vegan burgers. 
everybody making better chicken sandwiches. I think the pressure going to be put on Chick-fil-A eventually to where they're going to be open on Sunday, at least in some locations. I think it's coming it, soon. I think it depends on that franchise owner. Yeah, for that's, sure. Well, you can't do anything without the approval of the the head yes, honcho. Yeah. yeah, like they even if you're a franchisee, you can't sell a fucking burger from McDonald's or whatever, or do whatever yeah. you want with it. So, yeah. I don't know. That's way off topic, yeah. by the yeah. way. But yeah. <laughs> The Astros just won, by the way. Yes, Astros win game three of the World Series. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. And, uh, if they would have lost this, they would have got swept. Oh, yeah, it would have been over. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe Kanye's album is what did it, man. All of them listen together as a group, <laughs> as a team. They want to know since Kanye album dropped. Right? <laughs> uh, so close on Sunday we all kind of agree that was cheesy on God I didn't like that song either I thought it was a little too techno-y that Yeezus kind of sound from mm-hmm. Kanye I wasn't big on it lyrically it was trash too so skip for me I don't know if you guys had any <laughs> feelings yeah. on that mm-hmm. everything we need with Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign and somebody else let me turn this shit down so I could see who else is on this track? Was that the Fred Hampton? No, not no, the Fred not Hampton. Yeah. Uh, Aunt Clemens is on it, too. He's on both? No, he's on Everything We Need with Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, he is, too. He's okay. on the next one, too, Water. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, go ahead. I, I, I haven't listened to that song, but I, I think it's interesting to have someone like Ty Dolla Sign on an album that is so heavily based in religion just because... Ty Dolla Sign typically sings secular music all the time. Yeah. So I mean, I, not to, not to, not Pusha that he T does can't. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, I yeah. think that's more safe than Pusha yeah. T. Yeah, not to say that it's not, not to say that they can't do it, but I think it's interesting. Like, I don't, I'm not familiar with Aunt Clemens, and obviously Fred Hammond is someone that is in gospel music. So I just thought it was interesting of some of the artist selections, um, seeing as what their normal, their normal discography, discovery. <laughs> can't talk what their normal discover discography yeah i get you whatever <laughs> you know what it what it typically sounds like so i was i'm interested to hear ty i'm kind of to bring up that point it is kind of odd that chance wasn't on this album i thought so too you know if you're talking about a gospel album i would think chance would want to be involved chance and him seem to be close chance performed at his sunday service in chicago i do wonder why chance wasn't on this album Maybe he has um, written credits somewhere that we're not we're not. I don't think he does yet. because the uh, album credits already came out. Oh, really? I yeah. haven't read them. So that is kind of strange to me. Maybe something in the relationship has changed. Maybe it's something with a Maybe getting a rec- it cleared. Because yeah, I know I'm about Nikki to say record label. Yeah, because Nikki was supposed to be on this album too, and they took her verse out apparently. So I don't know, mm-hmm. but kind of strange to me. Uh, what else? I'm I'm forgetting these fucking songs and what they sound wait, like, even though it's so short. Y'all Go didn't ahead. get into everything we need, though. Oh yeah. Um, I I forget how. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst fucking album review ever, man. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like this song really. Um, I I did think the lyrics. It I kind of have a problem with, and this goes to my general problem with the entire album. I'm not 100% sure. Actually, I'm not even 50% sure. I really buy this new Kanye act. Mm. Because even though he's rapping about Jesus and the Bible and Christianity and how you should live, he also seems to be buried in his own ego still. Yes. You know, I look at what he's doing with this album, selling merch, 
making a movie, a 35-minute movie, you got to pay full matinee price to see or full ticket price to see. Some people spend up to 20 bucks on a ticket to see that movie that's 35 minutes long and like some weird art film, mm. you know. So you're charging for this stuff. You're not doing Christ-like things in what you're doing right now as far as your marketing and your distributing this Jesus content. And he also brings up at the end of this song that I took note of, he says something like, um, uh, that's why I charge so much for what I sell. I, I don't want my kids to starve. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going with that excuse. Yeah. Because remember he is apparently the highest paid rapper of 2019, according to Forbes. Yeah. yeah. Even if you take all the money he has out, he's married to Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So at what point would his kids starve that you have to sell Yeezys for two twenty five a pair? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now, to be fair with the whole selling the merch, I don't see a problem with that because if you look at other gospel artists, they do the same thing. They sell merch. You could go to any other church. They sell shirts. They do all type of stuff. They're they not doing it like Kanye. I think Kanye taking a lot of heat because it's Kanye. And it's kind of like, man, you just doing... I mean, he's known as a marketing person. Yeah. So anything he do, people think he doing it just to market and get over on people. But I don't see nothing wrong with making merch with God on it or something like that. So because uh, churches, gospel artists do that a lot. Mm-hmm. See, I... I- Go ahead. I think it's just the amount that he's selling it for, and the and the quality of what it is. Like, um, I I shouldn't say the quality, but but the designs and and how everything looks, and as much as he's selling it for, I think that's where people are a little taken aback. And like, yes, it's one thing to sell merch at church, or it's one thing to sell like, you know, God on a t shirt, but it's another thing to overcharge for something that's not even worth it, or doesn't seem to be worth it. But see, he's not really marketing it towards the average church person that's in the church which is true. no matter who um, no matter how much he charged people still gonna buy it up that's true you got the, these hardcore fans so why not <laughs> i mean i don't think it, i don't think it's right i don't think it's fair but people buying it so i wouldn't drop it down to 25 dollars a shirt i agree well going back to the church analogy I do think there's a difference between what the church does or at least what they're supposed to do and what Kanye is doing. Yeah, you can buy stuff at a church. Yeah, you can donate to a church. But that money is supposed to go towards the upkeep of the church itself and the programs they do to serve the community. So in what, theory. So what about a gospel artist? Let's say somebody like a um, Mary Mary. Mm-hmm. They they are a actual artist. They got to make money. I'm sure they got some type of merch, too. All that merch ain't going to a church. That's true. So but- I just thought, if, when if uh, Kanye didn't do all the stuff he do? Say, for instance, he really did change his life mm-hmm. and decided to become a gospel artist. It would be nothing wrong with what he's doing. He's, <sighs> he's a gospel artist on tour. He making his merch, making his money. But I think because it's Kanye, I think... That's why it's, it's kind of a problem because he do a lot of stuff for attention and we don't know if he for real or not. I, I agree, but I, I think, again, there's a difference between somebody like a Mary Mary or Kirk Franklin. They got to sell that stuff because that's how they make a living. I just feel like if Kanye was going to go down this route, 
he should have something to show for it in that he's really trying to help people and save them. You know, I looked far and wide. I listened to his uh, two-hour-long, not all of it, but he had a uh, podcast with uh, Zane Lowe, or interview with Zane Lowe from Apple Music. And he got into some deep stuff, but I I was listening to what you're doing for the community if you're going to portray this person who's trying to save people. And he's not really doing anything, but he defends the fact that he's selling. Look, man, if you're going to sell a Jesus merch, merch with Jesus on it, sell it for five, ten bucks. You'll still make money. They're gilded shirts. <laughs> You'll yeah. still make a profit. You'll be okay, Kanye. Sell it for something that people can actually afford if they are very into, If they're, besides your fan base. You know, if you're really trying to save people and be more Christ-like, you know, I'm not saying you got to go to the extreme of what Jesus did and just be poor and only help out poor people and all that. But do something that shows us that you actually do care and are not just trying to make a buck off of something you're doing right now. But see, um, my counterpoint to that is if he say, for instance, he decides not to do that, he decides to really help people and not make money off of people. Mm-hmm. It'd be somebody out here on the corner that's going to make a shirt with his name on it yeah, for and sure. make a profit off of it. So but why, they do that anyway. Yeah, but why not make a profit off of it if you can? That's I, my own, like. That's my only thing. Like I, To me, I wouldn't do it, but I think other, art, other gospel artists do that. Now, we can say, you know, Kanye full of shit and all this other stuff, but I think it's normal to have your own merch and capitalize off of it. It's it's one thing if he trying to open up this church and saying he doing all this, but making all these ridiculous rules. But to me, it's like it's it's no different from a regular gospel artist. He made a gospel album, and he got some gospel merch to go with the album. Is the only thing is it's too fucking expensive. I, I agree with your point, man. I like. And maybe to your point, yes. I think it's just Kanye. I think if it was, say for instance, he was a new artist, mm-hmm. I think it wouldn't be that big of a deal like how it is now. I think Kanye got the reputation of being full of shit, yeah. doing everything for money or um, just doing everything for the spotlight, married to Kim. So I think anything he do, he look like he full of shit. That's true, but... My only issue with it is the amount of money that Kanye already has. If it's a new artist, I can understand. You have to make a living. If it's an old artist like a Mary Mary, people who are not in the mainstream like that, you got to make a living. Kanye could sell this album for free. He could put the movie out for free. He could sell the merch for free, and he would be okay. You know, that's my only problem with it. Like, don't preach to me about Jesus when you're not even trying outside of not having premarital sex and not looking at porn and all the goofy stuff, like don't preach to me about Jesus and and people, I'm not saying he's the only one doing this wrong. I think there's a lot of people stealing from church. A lot of pastors that got fancy houses and cars and shit. We all know that's wrong, but just it being Kanye, I'm more aware of it to your point. But mm-hmm. I still think it's wrong, man. Maybe it's just me. Maybe that's just how I see Christianity. But I feel like you shouldn't be preaching about Jesus and having all this super expensive billionaire <laughs> lifestyle type shit while everybody else is suffering. But maybe that's just me, yeah. man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't see nothing wrong with it because, I mean, if you if you could get it, get it. Like, yeah. I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't sit there and say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not... 
I'm not about to, you know, make a lot of money because, you know, it's poor people in the world right now. Like, if you can make a lot of money, make a lot of money. But it, it ain't no point saying, oh, yeah, let me just put this album out for free. Uh, let me not make any money off of it. I, you're thinking about it Because from... even though he's rich, he's married to a, a billionaire. Yeah. Like, why not make money? Why just sit there and say, oh, you know what? Let me not make any money. Because, because he's supposed I'm... to be this reformed Christian that's trying to live like but, Jesus, man. But, that's the but thing. People, but people still, you still got to make money, though. But he's, that's my point, man. He's okay. <laughs> like, he's so always. He's not supposed to want to make money because he go to church now or saved. I'm, it's not about he's going to make money no matter <laughs> what. Like, man. That's like saying the church. Uh, if you got like a regular church. Oh, no, you can't. You can't make a bigger church because it's not about that. That's completely you, different from it, what I'm, that, saying, that's man. What I'm saying. But it, like, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, get, I, just, I get what you're saying. Like, you're saying there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I get what you're saying. I just have a problem because of the scale that he's doing it on. You know, if any other pastor, like we have very public problems here with uh, Joel Osteen, you know, yeah. the man got a private helicopter, all this goofy shit he don't need. And yeah. then he don't want to open the doors when the city is flooding, yeah. you know, shit like that. We have problems with, and with Kanye, I'm not saying he can't make another buck again in his life, but I'm just saying, if you're going to sell Christian stuff, and this Christian music and Christian merch, don't charge so much for it, man. If you're going to put out a film about Christ, don't charge a regular-ass movie price for a movie that's 35 minutes long <laughs> and shot randomly about goofy. Just, just don't do yeah, it, man. That's yeah, my only problem with yeah, it. No, nah, I, I get what you're saying. But, I mean, if if people going to buy it, man. People going to buy that's it no a, matter that, what. Yeah, I that's, agree. That's the only thing. If people... It, it'd be one thing if he if he had like this small church or something, yeah. and he trying to charge all his money, and people can't afford it, or it can't support it. But people supporting that shit, so I mean, ain't no ain't no point in stopping that. You might as well keep doing it and get getting your money while you can. Because yeah. you, I mean, at the end of the day, you still got a job. It no matter how much you, no matter how much you love God, you still got to work. That's Kanye could retire today and be okay, yeah, man. Let's be I, real, I, dog. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I mean, you still if you if you can still make money, you'll still make money. If you if you was a millionaire, if you had a million dollars, you ain't gonna stop right there. Yeah. You're gonna make as much money as you can. I agree. And to that point, too, there's label obligations too. He's probably in a 360 deal where the label gets a cut of all of this, so he has yeah. to do it per the label. Yeah. I just don't like it, man. Yeah, I'll just I admit feel, it. It yeah. might be irrational, but I don't like it. I don't like the fact that you're kind of pimping out religion for a yeah. buck. But it is what it is. And, and see, that's that's the crazy part about it because we don't know how he really feel. He his next album could be the total opposite. It might be. It could be a he could do a Muslim album. He probably go Muslim in his next album or something. I don't know. Reportedly, he's gonna drop another, and this is reportedly because he probably won't. <laughs> but he's saying he wants to drop another religious album on Christmas. Mm. I don't know if he will. I'm betting yeah. he won't. Now, would, <laughs> now would you feel the same way if he stayed like this for the rest of his career, where he was like a total Christian? He didn't get into any trouble at all. He just did his merch, did his music, his gospel music, and just went in the lane of a gospel artist. I number one, I don't think he will at all. Yeah, but but, but if he did, if he did, I would I would still feel a certain way about 
the way he went about it in terms of how much he's selling stuff for. But I will at least be like, okay, he has integrity. He stuck with it. It wasn't just a fad for him. I'll respect him more if he stuck with it. Yeah. I don't think he will. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying because I think if somebody like a Kurt Franklin could do that, yeah, can sell $200 t-shirts or something like that, yeah, I, think he, I think he would. I don't think it'd be a thing where he's like, nah, you know what? Uh, you know, I, I praise the Lord, so I don't think that's right. I need to sell these $25 shirts. I think if anybody could, they would. That's true, just but that, that's just my problem with religion, man. It's yeah. hip- hypocritical. Yeah. You know, don't tell me you living to live like Christ when you living like a fucking emperor, man. Just don't tell me that. But is that's what it whole, is. Yeah, that's a whole yeah, different I know. That's a whole yeah. other podcast. Uh so shoot, let's get back into um the album. Um the rest of the songs are mm, fuck it out. Should I, we just skip to the fucking we, clips yeah. and Kenny G? Well, I, I like water. I mean the re- yeah, let's get to um, fuck it. Kenny G joint. Uh, Water, I didn't like it that much. It was kind of one of those yeah, like, experimental Kanye I songs. Thought was, I thought it was cool. And there's a few of these songs that just had no beat whatsoever. I hated that. That, that was one of my problems. The last, I mean, we we get to the yeah, um, the clip Jesus song. Jesus gospel. But the um, the last song, Jesus is Lord. That song came on so hard. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like, damn, this shit hard. This sample kind of. I, I can't wait for this yes. beat to drop. And the album just it went ended. off, and I'm I want, I'm like, wait a minute, how long is this fucking song? <laughs> this song was 49 seconds. That that that's the um that's the main thing that irritated me about this album. It was those little the songs was way too short. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't even catch a vibe off these songs, man. <laughs> like I'm sitting, I'm like, man, it's. I don't, I don't know if he cheating the system or if he trying to find a loophole for the streaming numbers or what, but I could deal with the five the five track albums. Yeah. I could deal with that. If they all five fire songs, I could deal with that. But the the 49-second song, man, what was the purpose of that? I think... it's not. It wasn't an intro. It wasn't an out. It's one thing it feels like a little outro or something. Yeah. He sounded like he was about to get into a song, and then it just stopped. <laughs> I was irritated, man. I think to that point, there's two reasons. Number one, what you mentioned, the fact that they're probably trying to pimp the streaming numbers, because I don't think this is an album that people are going to be going back to a whole lot. Yeah. So you're trying to get the initial numbers up. It's 27 minutes long, so people are probably replaying it over and over and over again. You're going to get good first week numbers. Then it's going to decline drastically because I don't think anybody's going to go back to this album and say it was one of his best. So they're trying to do that, number one. Number two, it kind of reminds me of a story I saw about Bobby Brown's first album. Well, not his first album, but his first album after he came out or broke up with uh, his first album with Teddy Riley, Don't Be Cruel. Um, apparently Bobby Brown was like super high on that entire album. <laughs> and the, one of the people who worked on it said the whole recording was a mess. You know, he would be high off his ass. Couldn't sing some days. Some days, uh, Ralph Tretz Vaughn had to come in and do his vocals and shit. And he said that <laughs> album was basically sponsored by cocaine Damn. and they could barely even get a whole session out of him. Cause he would just pass out. Damn. So they had to kind of artificially make the album longer by adding like if you look at the album track the album is short and then there's like a intro and outro for don't be cruel that are their own song too Mm. so it makes this album look more 
full. Yes, but when you actually listen to it, it's like, okay, it's a short-ass album. Damn. I think, I'm not saying he was on coke, but I think Kanye, this album was very last-minute-ish. That was going to be my next question for he you. He didn't have enough time to, and same thing with Ye, he didn't have enough time to really make a whole album, so he just had pieces, and he said, okay, I'm going to throw this in here, make it look more full. I can't just put out a five-track album. Yeah. So he put the intro and outro, and now it's seven tracks, and it looks a little more full. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was about to ask you, when do you think he recorded this? Or fin- Last week. You think so? <laughs> no, I, I was no. You're longer than that. I think so, man. I think a couple songs. I think the Fred Hammond song, the the clip song, I think I think it was recorded when we, you know, when it was supposed to come out and yeah. remember that one time. But I don't I wouldn't be surprised if he scrapped whatever he played <laughs> and came up with something new, man. Because he did that with the was it Pusha T or yeah, one of the albums he did during that. Yeah, I think it was, maybe. Yeah, where he kind of scrapped it. I think it was the yeah. And then Yandy had a whole playlist. Like, that was almost done, and then he just scrapped that whole thing, too, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he scrapped most of the shit and kept the Fred Hammond song and the (laughs) song with clips. That might be what happened, man. Some of these songs definitely sound like he just kind of threw together. They're so short that you just kind of feel like he was just in one take. Fuck it, let's put it out. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like you said, some of the songs I think he had in the tuck for a while, but he didn't have this whole album out. Yeah, ready. because he can't. You can't scrap the one with Fred Hammond. Mm-hmm. You can't scrap the one with Clips. And I'm, I'm I'm sure he had those two in the tuck. Yeah, but every, and Ty Dolla Sign and, too. I'll say he had yeah. that one ready too. Yeah, all the other ones I could see him. You know, doing that last night. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why I came out twelve o'clock. <laughs> Central time. <laughs> um, so let's skip ahead. Um, I did like Hands On, the Fred Hammond song. Um, that's the probably one of the only two songs I really liked on this album that I'll go back to. This is one of the songs you can actually catch a vibe to. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's long enough and it has a nice beat. Yeah. Sounds hip hop ish. I like that song. You hear that song, what you think about it? Uh I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. It really didn't stick out to me like that, but it, it was cool. It was. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was cool. I ain't really well, had much. The problem up. is that it 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 was followed by the song, the track we were all waiting to get to. Yeah, I so, try. Yeah, I try not to skip ahead. I, I try to too. listen to it in full. It was hard, man. It was hard, man. <laughs> but it went by quick, though, man. It did. Like I popped up. I'm like, damn, I'm on track seven. <laughs> I think we were if anybody listened to the album sequentially, we we're all just counting down until we got to the clips yeah. and Kenny I'm G mad song. He put it almost last. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But I am kind of mad that he did. <laughs> um so we finally get to this song, Use This Gospel, the one we've all been looking forward to. Yeah. The uh uh reunion of Pusha T and Malice, now called No Malice. Mm-hmm. And Kenny G's on a song too. Yeah. He did a saxophone solo. Yeah. Um, I'll let you start first on this song, man. <laughs> oh, man, so you ain't got nothing good to say about <laughs> nah, it. Nah, nah. Get us in a good mood, man. Do you like uh, it? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I think it was good. Um, It was it was good hearing. Put, the one thing about Pusha T and Malice, or No Malice, mm-hmm. I had to look at I had to look at the lyrics because couldn't I couldn't tell, tell them who apart. Who, yes. Yeah, because <laughs> Pusha, Pusha T sounded a little different on there. 
Like, I don't know what he was on, but he sounded a little different. I'm like, damn, which one is which? <laughs> and they both had a similar flow and yes. similar content. So um, I had to look up the lyrics to see who was rapping first. And um, it was good to hear Malice, man. It was it was good to hear him. But um, I, th- I thought it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I kind of, I'm not a saxophone person on, on songs. I, I, I kind of hate the saxophone a little bit. I, okay. I, I think it sounded a little weird at times. Okay. But um, I, it, it was good to have Kenny G on there. I, th- I thought it made the song good. It made sense. It wasn't forced. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh-oh. <sighs> I was disappointed, man. Oh, man. I was very disappointed by this song. Um, The song didn't have a beat, mm-hmm. which is my problem, until the end of it. <laughs> when everybody's done rapping after the Kenny G solo, then the beat drops. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck was this beat the entire yeah. time they was rapping? And we were waiting for this reunion of two of the most legendary MCs in the game. We're talking about the uh, Uses Gospel oh, okay. with uh, Pusha T and Malice now. Okay. So my problem was that I, I did agree with you that I also had the problem of trying to figure out who was rapping. <laughs> I figured Pusha T was first because yeah. he had that line that said, I'm a uh, who am I to judge? I'm as crooked as Vegas. Yeah. And I figured, okay, I think, Malice yeah, wouldn't say that. Yeah. Because he's reformed. But, uh, but so I, I still had to look. I still had to look, though. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, this don't even sound like Pusha T. I and like he that. Cuss? Yeah. That's the part that got he me. He couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't cuss on this one. But of his course. verse is so short. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, if Kanye said you can't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he's not cussing. I, um, I did like the fact that I couldn't tell. Who was who? Because it reminded me of when I first started listening to clips and I didn't know who the fuck was rapping. Yeah. You know, for for the longest time, I want to say at least a little bit. When I first heard Grinding, I didn't know Clips was a group. Really? Yeah. Same. They sound the same to me. They did. (laughs) And even in the video, they look the same. Exactly. So I didn't realize for a while that they were two different rappers. Yeah, I knew it was a group just because of the video. That's the only reason. If I would have just heard the song, I wouldn't. (laughs) I couldn't tell. Unless they like shouted out the name before the verse. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Do the Migos, basically. But uh, so yeah, I did like the feeling of, you know, they both, I think they might have been intentionally doing that too, just have that old school feel because Pusha T did have a different delivery and voice on this one. Yeah. But I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, Pusha T's verse was all right. Malice, I always thought Malice was the best out of clips. I always thought he was better than Pusha. You're the first person I heard say that. Really? Because a lot of people always pump up Pusha T like he the Beyonce and the nah. best. Like, I had people who thought um, Malice wasn't all that. I didn't understand that because I feel like they rap similar. Yeah. But I never heard nobody say Malice was They're not listening to verses, man. T. Malice <laughs> has some incredible verses, dog. Mm. People sleeping on him if you don't. I'm not saying Pusha T's whack. Of course he's not. He had the bigger solo career, of course. So I think people just look at that and kind of say, oh, he was a Beyonce. Yeah, he had the mainstream career by choice because Mouse went away on his own. But Mouse was always a better rapper than me, man. Mm. Like, if you go verse for verse on the shit they spit on that first album, Mouse was washing them, man. Mm. It was crazy. I might have to put a poll up to see. No, nah, do what it, people man. Say. People yeah. gonna say Pusha T yeah. because he's no, a recognizable no, name. No, I get. It. No, I'm talking about real people that yeah. actually listen, not not the casual person. A lot of people ain't even know who Pusha T was. Yeah, into the whole Drake <laughs> shit. So I I ain't talking about them. But yeah, no, it's a good argument because 
like I said, a lot of people always felt like Pusha T was, even during the clips mm-hmm. era when it was, you know, making albums, people always mentioned Pusha T. Yes. And they all, they kind of snuffed their nose at Malice for some reason. But to me, I feel like they rap similar. I don't get that, man. They're not listening. <laughs> They're not listening, man. Because yeah. Malice I never, was, Yeah, ugh. I never thought Malice was whack. Like, like you said, it was kind of hard to tell them apart a little bit to me. Mm-hmm. But I never thought he was whack. But it was weird how people always say, oh, yeah, push a T, push a T. Nah. I'm like, this ain't Beyonce and, <laughs> and uh, Michelle. Oh, that hell no, nah, man. This is more like, uh, what's a comparison? I can't think yeah, of anybody think. where two people were just equal like that. Kind of kind of like, I, I mean, I don't know how much you know about the Temptations, but like a... David Ruffin and Eddie Kendricks. Eddie, yeah, uh, I go with Eddie that Kendricks one. Eddie Kendricks was, a, you know. Yeah, he, or David he, Edwards, too, yeah, he when was, he came in. Yeah, Dennis Edwards. Dennis Edwards, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I look at it like that, where they kind of equal a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. One might have a spotlight because of the name and the, the shit he did, but the other one I'm David Ruffin. hold his own, too. And these are the Temptations. <laughs> Great movie of all time, by the way, probably. Have you seen it, Temptations, yeah. Jasmine? Okay, good. Yeah. I'm shocked you've seen that. <laughs> I've seen the Temptations numerous of times. <laughs> I'm the yeah. best thing to happen to this damn group. <laughs> <laughs> he was full of himself. Oh, I'm the one classic. selling the records. <laughs> I want to see that movie again. I got to turn on BET tonight. It's probably on. <laughs> or VH1. <laughs> VH1 is always Ain't on, nobody too. coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> the one thing I hated about that movie you could tell Otis made that fucking movie, man. Because I was like, no he way. Was this, good, he was he the, only, was the good only good dude in the group, He didn't do really. no drugs. He didn't drink. Everybody else was coked out. Man, man you could tell. Alcoholics. He, could, he got to tell the story because he lived long enough to tell it. So, yeah. but nah, he was. <laughs> he died peacefully and everything, man. That shit was wild. Um, So back to the song. Um, I was disappointed. I thought. That if you're gonna have clips reunite, it should be on a song that's catered towards rapping. Yeah, it should have been on the uh, the other one I mentioned that I like a lot that I can't remember the name of now. Uh, Follow God. Yeah, I would have loved to have them over that beat. They would have yeah. killed that. Yeah, this one was. Uh, I th- honestly, man, I wasn't even expecting a uh, like a killer type of push up T beat. It was, it was to me. It was too good to be true. Yeah, I just I, like I'm shocked we got this. That's true. Like you lucky you ain't get them just rapping over strings or something. <laughs> like I, I kind of yeah, I kind of yeah, or acapella. Yeah, I kind of got to the point where I don't set my standards high with Kanye. Yeah, because you can see all these names on here. You'd be like, oh shit, it's about to be, and then it's. Like they'd be rapping on a beat that's not they never rapped over before. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, damn, they rapping over Kenny G. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the Kenny G thing I'll talk about too. Mm-hmm. I actually low key grew up on Kenny G. Me man. too, and I don't yeah. understand. I think we all did. I don't understand. Like I haven't heard the song, but I understand the backlash on Twitter that I'm seeing. I'm seeing is there back- backlash? I'm for seeing it? backlash when I just scrolled my timeline just a few minutes ago. Are you talking about the album itself or Kenny G? Kenny G. And I was confused. I was like, I thought Kenny G was. I thought we he was we held him dear to our hearts. Like I thought we liked I'm, Kenny G. I'll bet they're calling him a cultural appropriator. Uh, I bet you that's their. Beef with him like, what can he do he was born white he's supposed to not play the sax because he's yeah. not black. Hey, he played regulator <laughs> right with warren g man yes. kg's a beast man nah, you gotta he, leave him alone he a legend man yeah. Yeah. yeah like i'm not i'm not trying to put him out there with like a justin bieber or nothing like that 
He's just a smooth dude who played instruments. Yes. You can't knock nobody. You can't knock. You can't knock a white dude playing the instrument, especially a saxophone. And these days, I'll bet their beef is that he didn't get a a black saxophonist or something like I'm that. Nah, Which man. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah they, if they said that, man, they don't know who Kenny G is, man. Mm-hmm. Kenny G make a lot of shit. You probably ain't even know it was Kenny G. Exactly. He had a lot of hits, man. Well, yeah. a lot of legend, a lot of legendary stuff. Uh, yeah. My parents were really into him and used to play his albums all the time. Same. So, yeah. yeah. Now, I remember that shit when, um, as a kid getting in the car and your grandmother or grandfather only played jazz. Yes. And that's all you had to listen to. <laughs> At that time, I'm just like, ah, oh, like we can't turn the, <laughs> to the rap station. I kind of have a Pavlovian response whenever my parents play. Well, whenever I hear Kenny G. Because I think of it's time to do chores or something. Because <laughs> they always, that before, yeah. <laughs> they, they played Tony. My mom played Tony Braxton her, her debut album. That's the one you said. Yeah, it reminds you, and yeah. Kenny G and Enya. My dad was really into Enya. Mm. So when I hear any of those three <laughs> artists, I think it's time to clean up and do dishes and vacuum and shit. So it's kind of like so, a punishment. Yeah, it kind of triggers me, man. I got PTSD. Like, ugh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta clean some dirty dishes now. Yeah, but uh, the King G, I mean, it was cool. It, it wasn't nothing mind blowing. It was just reminded me of when uh, what's his name, Elton John was on that Timbaland song. Mm. A one man show off of a uh, shock value, and everybody's making a big deal about ooh he got Elton John, but Elton John was just playing a piano, and that young what was it Young Thug who had Stevie Wonder on a song? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It was just him playing a harmonica. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I know Kenny G don't sing, but it's not like he was playing enough of the saxophone for you to really call this a feature. Yeah. <laughs> he could have yeah. been uncredited been, on this shit. Yeah. If anything, it should have been throughout the whole song yes. somehow. Not saying it should have took up, you know, the whole beat and nothing, but. Use a sample or something. Something yeah. where his imprints on it more. Exactly. Yeah. But it just, this is like a five to ten second little saxophone <laughs> solo and the song ends. Then the beat drops. Yeah. Then the song ends. Yeah. It so, kind of remind me of the, um, uh, um, when Andre 3000 was on the Frank Ocean song, uh, oh, um, um, off the Channel Orange reprise or something like, oh, Channel Orange, yeah, off oh, of Channel mind. Orange, yeah, where um, well, Andre 3000 was rapping on there, but at the end he started playing the guitar. I think yeah. he was playing the guitar, mm-hmm. so it it kind of remind me of that. But you know, Kenny G don't do no vocals or nothing mm-hmm. like that. So it, it was kind of like I expected a little bit more of it. I guess, but yeah. it was cool. I didn't knock it, but the song itself was disappointing to me, man. Mm. I wanted more, but mm-hmm. would you go back is. to it or no? Probably not, man. Probably mm. not. Like if I'm listening to the album and it just, I will probably of the seven songs, the three I would go back to are probably follow God hands on and use this gospel. And those are probably the only three I'll listen to again. Okay. I, I could delete clothes on su- Sunday forever oh, yeah. and hope I never hear it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Skip. Skip. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I would um listen to Follow God. Um I like everything we need. I like water. Um hands on is cool. And um use this gospel. Jesus is Lord, man, could have been a dope song to end in the yeah. man. For um uh, forty eight seconds, man. <laughs> Like what type of? Uh. I don't know if y'all got into this at all, but do y'all um, think that there's a reasoning to his short tracks, or is it just another kind con- like, along with this, it aligns with the seven song, um, 
I guess, yeah, thing, I, way I, that he had kinda, going on. I kind of mentioned it when you um, stepped out, but um, it got to be, to me, it got to be something with the streaming, the loop, the, trying to find a loophole in the streaming, yeah. benefit off of the streaming. Mm-hmm. Because with it being 27 minutes, like you get through that album going down the street. And you're not going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, that's it. You're going to play it again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to re- if it's a favorite song, you're going to keep replaying it. So it's easier to replay than going through a long Chris Chris Brown type of album. Yeah. So I Chris think, Brown still do numbers, though. So yeah, he, he do. Surprise. He do. But um, I think that was one of the reasons. The other reason I mentioned is um, I felt like he just finished this album. Mm-hmm. The um the it one was rushed basically. Yeah, I think yeah because that last song, I don't think he sat there and be and, and made a forty nine second song, and decide oh yeah this is it. Yeah, I think he kind of put a lot of shit together last minute without um having listened to everything. I was thinking like maybe he was um wanting to make sure that he stick to the message. Like I I, I was thinking like maybe it was some on some grounds of like security, like making sure that he didn't venture off into other other topics or get into other other things that don't necessarily represent Jesus as king. And that may have been why certain uh, along with the streaming, but that may have been why certain tracks or just the whole album in general was as short as it was, because you if you go on for a certain amount of time, somebody that is newly into his faith. I, I don't know that you're going to keep the same. I, I, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how long you can talk about it. Yeah, that's a good point, too. He mm-hmm. probably ran out of shit to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Because honestly, when you do a gospel album, how many how many topics can you really touch on about God and Christianity and Jesus? Yeah, especially this I, being you know, his first one. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he could have did a longer album, though. I think he could have. I mean, I don't know how it go, but I think he could have got more people on it. If That's he true. really wanted to do something, then because Kanye's he's good for having a lot of people on something and just giving you one verse, one uh, eight bar verse or something mm-hmm. like that, and letting Fred Hammond and Kurt Franklin do the rest. Yeah. So I think it was a way where he could have made a longer album. I just maybe his patience not there where he got to do it within a week, and after mm-hmm. that, that's it, and he'll be over it. He did announce that he's doing a tour right now. Yeah. So I think there was a rush to just get this all out. So yeah, could he, he, he couldn't, he didn't want to wait. He wanted to work on his schedule like he always does. And it is what it is. Did y'all see that? I seen a tweet mentioning how Joe Osteen will open him up. I saw that was too. That true? That's not real. It okay. can't be. Look, look, I did see that, but now I have to look at it because I thought it was consensus that it actually happened. So let me see. I can't, I, I, I don't know. I ain't gonna lie, man. If that's true, man, I might have to. (laughs) No, he did. Joel Osteen invited Kanye to Lakewood Church for his Sunday service. TMZ reported (laughs) this. Um, Yeah, he invited him. So would y'all go? go? Didn't we have this discussion if (laughs) saying Kanye is Sunday service? What did we say? I can't remember, but I just we probably all said no. Nah. I think <laughs> I said I said I would go. Would you? Okay. I think y'all said y'all would. I wouldn't. think I probably said I wouldn't. Yeah, but it, I I think if it's Joel a, is not the person to invite Kanye. To, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why not? Because he yeah. already gets 
the criticism as it is of him yeah. being this money hungry church. So if Kanye is sincerely trying to be on this spiritual journey and it's not about the money. We talked about that. Number one, it is about the money. But if it's not <laughs> like if it's not. A, no, like they fit like peas in the pod. No. <laughs> I think but it would be. Actually, I think that would hurt Kanye. More I, than it I, already has. I think so. I th- I think it will definitely hurt Joel Olstein because there are already people in the city that feel like Joel is not what he claims to be anyways. So yeah. I I just I don't I don't know. I don't know. Y'all I, do what y'all do. I no, just don't know. I just I, can imagine the commentary behind I, that if it were to happen. Like I I don't know. I think Twitter would be in the uproar and have all his memes and stuff, but I, niggas still gonna go. Yeah. Niggas yeah, gonna they, be right at Lakewood Church. Yeah. They gonna go regardless, yeah. but I just can imagine like the criticism that's gonna be gonna be, you know, I think out there because I think um I don't know if he gonna do a whole tour at churches or if he just gonna do it at arenas, but if he if the um, Joe Osteen church thing work right. I, I can see a lot of the other churches, mega churches, opening up. Oh, definitely. <laughs> because they they love doing stuff like that because they're 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 getting recognized. People don't give a shit about a, a concert at the Toyota Center. That's that's kind of normal. Yeah. But if it's at so and so church, that's getting all the headlines right there. People gonna record it. They they getting the platform. <laughs> they want it. Yeah. So I think if something like that worked, he could, I could I think he could do a whole. Um, country tour going to churches performing oh definitely just doing a Sunday service singing souls anchored I, I think he I can, can too I just feel like it's 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 gonna be interesting to see him hook up with certain mega churches that already receive scrutiny anyways about the fact that they have ATMs in their churches or they have yeah. you know like or their pastors have certain cars or things like that which you know we not the ones to criticize their pockets but at the same time like I just don't see I don't see how Kanye can can stay on his um, genuine spiritual route hooking up with a mega pastor. Like, I, I, I don't know. I have to, I have to we see sh- it play We should have waited to have this whole debate yeah. until you were back. Because yeah. we, we did have a whole discussion about, about the money. basically his, Kanye selling all this stuff yeah. and being more, if, whether it, if not he's really genuine about this whole path or if he's just yeah. trying to ride away and make a buck. Yeah, pr- yeah. yeah. I was going to say pretty much um, from our, con- our uh, back and forth, to me, I felt like if, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people do that. What he's doing now, mm-hmm. they just don't sell it for as much. No, I agree. If, because if you look at other gospel artists, Kurt Franklin, I'm sure he got his own merch. I'm sure his merch. If you go to his concert or whatever, I'm sure his merch is like you probably got a shirt for seventy dollars with his picture or something on it. Seventy, damn. You know how much merch costs. You know how much Franklin. You know how much merch costs. I've been to shitty concerts where I didn't know who they were, and shirts was like fifty dollars. Yeah, merch is. I need to look up how much Kirk Franklin's shirt yeah. costs. But getting back to <laughs> yeah, the point. But, yeah. But, but yeah, I think um to me, I think I think it's kind of normal what he's doing. He he made a gospel album. Mm-hmm. He making merch for it. Mm-hmm. He trying to go on tour. That it's the same thing what Mary Mary do. Yeah. Or and, and name any other gospel artist. I think they do the same thing. The only problem is is Kanye. Yeah. We know what type of pers- person Kanye is. He got this reputation of Doing shit for the, um, I guess for the spotlight or not being true. Yeah. Just doing shit for attention. So I think that's the only reason we kind of look 
you know, added like, man, he full of shit. Yeah. Well, getting back to the whole thing with Joel Osteen, um, I don't think Kanye cares about criticism anymore. Yeah, I don't think you he know. does. I <laughs> think Joel. Joel I think... invited him, so clearly he doesn't. I just he knows how controversial. Look, Joel Osteen is so blatant about his fucking richness. He bought a helicopter. <laughs> he has his giant ass property. We know what he is. He don't yeah. care. And you know, he's flaunting in everybody's faces regardless. So and that like and that for me is why I can't support this. Like I, for one, I know. I mean, Joel is Joel anyways. I'm not going to shit on him as a pastor. He's not my pastor. But mm-hmm. uh, like that's that's. That's the thing. Like, I feel like that's why certain people draw away from the church anyways, because you get people like that that do nothing but and I don't want to say do nothing but but it's all it's all a financial a financial gain for them. It's not necessarily the the you don't really care. I don't want to say they don't care, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but like that's why I just feel like why would you that will make people that actually follow God and be in our strong in their faith turn their turn i don't know i just feel like yeah. they it's gonna be very very hard to to for that to pat fly fly with a lot of people yeah but uh, there's so many crooked I, pastors and ministers uh, uh, and people who take money like that go and ahead not even mm-hmm. only that i think i think at the end of the day a church let's call it how it is it's a business that's true they that they true. they want to bring in as many you know um, I guess what you call members as they can. Mm. They're not just doing it just to take care of thirty members. They're trying to get as many members as as they can. That's why they. That's why a lot of churches bring in special guests. They bring mm. in TD Jakes mm. to bring more people in. They they bring in Mary Mary to perform. They, yeah. They they not doing this stuff just to please thirty members. They that's trying true. to yeah they 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 got to make money somehow too. We could call it, I mean, I'm just saying we could call it how it is. Yeah, in but, practice, it is a business, but I don't think it's supposed to be a business. That's why they don't pay taxes. It's not treated as a business. And the money you bring in is supposed to go out, in theory, but, to help the community. That's and, why they and, have so many. And I think a lot of churches do do that. Yeah. I think we just talk about the Joe Osteen's and the Cleflo Dollar mm-hmm. <laughs> type of people. I think it is churches that actually do get out in the community and donate food and do all type of fundraisers. Mm-hmm. So, um, like for instance, I think the uh, the church the the pastor you talk about from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I think I don't I don't think there's nothing wrong if he he opened this church up to Kanye and said, "Hey, you know, I think the album was good. Let me know if you come to Oklahoma, you could perform at my church and see. And that will bring it. That will bring in a lot of money because and- you know they're gonna do the offering at the end. <laughs> of course. And and you know they got to cut him some type of way. I mean, I think I think that that would be a good look for that church. And see, I could have a biased opinion because that is a pastor that I follow. But because of he is a pastor that I follow, I just don't see I don't see any like. There's no Joe. Yeah, Yeah, I don't see any crookedness in him inviting that. Like, you know, it'd be different if he did. I wouldn't see anything wrong with that. Yes, he does. He's on the verge of a mega church, but I don't see like. And again, I don't attend his church, so I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But but he don't give that. yeah, Yeah, he don't give that vibe out. He gives off the vibe, and he gives off the sense of he sincerely. Like it ain't about the money for him. Like yeah. you know, he he, and it could be completely different behind the closed doors. I don't know, but at least in front of the public eye, he is very much so about spreading the word of God. So yeah. I, I would yeah. see, like I I would be in support of that. Like that's yeah. different. No, yeah, but, you can really tell yeah. when somebody 
Yeah. But Joel, he's someone that already is questionable anyway. So it's like Kanye going with him, you not proving nobody, like you not helping your case at all by hooking up with somebody that people already question anyways. Yeah. It's funny. I went to Joel Osteen Church one time. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't like to talk about churches or nothing like that, but it just felt so weird being there, man. Because usually when you go to a church, you know, they start off, they talk about, you know, hey, we got the uh, walk for breast cancer coming up. Or, hey, we giving, we giving food to the children that so-and-so. It was none of that at that church. Mm-hmm. What it was was a um, it was this white guy who was a doctor. He just got up there and started speaking. He was like, "Yeah, hey, I'm a you know I'm a surgeon." Blah blah blah. And yeah, uh, he showed us a he showed us a bunch of pictures from them being over in some third world country, saying, "Yeah, we was over in so and so in Africa, and we built a whole bunch of homes for the kids." And they like in pictures with black kids. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh yeah, we um we gave ten different surgeries away to save their lives and blah blah blah, and everybody just clapping and all this and like, oh yeah, over here we we built a uh, ten million dollar school for the so and so in this country, and and the first thing I was thinking like, Damn, do they do anything for Houston? Like me, I was kind of new to Houston, so I mean, you know, I don't know if they be out out in these streets doing stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm like, damn, I wonder do they do things for Houston? Because they doing stuff for a lot of black kids in these other countries. I wonder if they looking out for black kids here in in the city they in. Yeah. I wonder that about a lot of charities in general, though. And then right after that, that's when the Hurricane Harvey stuff happened. Yep. And I'm like, ah, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I see see what it is. So you can help these third world countries out. For, which is for photo ops only. Exactly. Really. And there was nothing but like black kids. Yeah. And it, how are we going to trace that money and make sure like how the fuck are we going to know if it actually went there? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, wasn't nothing wrong with it, but it was just weird because I'm I'm big on helping people in the city. Yeah. Like the church I go to, they actually help people in the city. Mm-hmm. They, they do stuff. I didn't did stuff. So, you know, you can see it from there. You can see progress. The church I go to now, they building like a youth center. Yeah. So you can see stuff like that. But with Joe Osteen, he got this huge church. Nothing. You don't, Yeah, you don't see no type of Joe Osteen center for the kids in nah. the hood or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So that that was one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And I was thinking, maybe this, maybe this church ain't just for me. <laughs> church in general, I think, has changed a lot in the past few years, man. I feel like they're geared more towards keeping people and not driving people away rather than actually trying to get people to improve themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of these churches don't even have you like the people don't dress up no more to go to church. Yeah. I've noticed yeah. that that's weird to me. Really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, the fact that to me growing up like church or kingdom hall in my case, that always meant you put on your Sunday best. Mm-hmm. You know, you dressed up to go to church. Yeah. Then you go to out to eat and everybody's still dressed up and look like a formal occasion. When niggas going to church in jeans and shit, I'm not knocking it because at least you going, I guess, and getting some kind of spiritual fulfillment. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to me. Yeah. yeah my I like um, older elder people in my family will say would say the same things, but now they're kind of adapting, I guess. Yeah. But they would have the same kind of like um, complaints or whatever. Like why, you know, you wearing jeans to church, like yeah. you need to put on a dress, like you yeah. need to put on a skirt or whatever, pants, like you need to look your Sunday's best, basically. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, 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 t- I just think I think uh, with them doing that in this day and age, you pretty much telling people who ain't got it, <laughs> y'all can't go. 
Oh, no, nah, I disagree, man. It, it don't yeah, cost a whole lot it, to get but, basic clothes. But some people don't have a suit or don't have a tie or some type of dress shirt. Some some people just don't have it. It's I mean, about, you it's easy to say, oh, go to the Goodwill, get it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. But when when it's Saturday and somebody say, hey, you want to go to church with me? The best, the, the only thing they can say is, no, I I don't have anything to wear. I, yeah, it's, I'll just be like a come-as-you-are feel. Yeah, it's, feel it's better to be like, oh, yeah, don't worry about no suit. Just just wear whatever you got that's good. I'm not just, saying there has to be a dress code in church. I get it. Like, it, going back to the Bible, you know, Jesus preached to poor people who had nothing. So I'm not saying you have to be able to dress in a suit to go to church. But I'm just saying nobody dresses up to go to church anymore. And yeah. it's kind of weird to me. Even if you got it, you, I think people, and the reason is this, honestly, people feel like it's too much work to get dressed up and that discourages them from going. Yeah. So that's the real reason I, why people don't dress up. It's not that they don't got it. Yeah, and they I don't think, want to do I it. I think the other reason is too is, you know, just because you go to church don't mean you have to dress like you go to church. Yeah. You could dress like a normal person. I could, I could wear a, a jersey if I want to. That don't means I'm no less than a Christian. I'm not. I'm not saying I, you're less I, than. I'm just I'm, saying, man. I know, but people always had this perspective of a church person wearing a suit and wearing mm-hmm. a cross, and you know, oh, you got to walk with your Bible like this. Like I'm you not could be. All that. No, I'm just. That's how people think, though. People think um, a pastor should always wear a suit. Mm-hmm. A pastor could wear, you know, fly stuff. He could wear jeans if he wants to. He could wear Jordans. It's nothing wrong. It's nothing wrong with that. He a normal person too. It don't have to always be dress shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's it's kind of like saying the teacher should always wear a dress like back in the day, no matter what. Like they could be a normal person too. Yeah, that's all it is. I think. I agree. Like I said, I I don't. I think it's not, all- I don't disagree with your reasoning. Yeah, it could be a come as you are. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to dress up. I'm just saying personally, from what I understood church to be growing up, the, the change is weird to me. Yeah. But I could be wrong, man. Yeah. Maybe I, I think, think it's it, just outdated. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say I think it's I, I think it's one of those church rules that's a little outdated now. It could be because man. a lot of people. Uh, I seen somebody complaining about men wearing hats. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm I, I still in that mode where I don't wear a hat in church mm-hmm. because that's how I grew up on. But I don't not people I don't look at people weird if they wear wearing some hat. type of hat. Yeah, yeah. the church I go to they wear hats. Some some dudes wear hats. It, it look fly, yeah. but you're not going to hell for wearing a hat in church. You know what I mean? So, uh, but you got a lot of old people who look at it like that. They judge you for wearing a hat in the building or something. And it's yeah. like, all right, that's a, you know, I get it, but that's an old, that's an old rule that don't nobody really care about now. It could be. And like I said, maybe my thinking is just outdated. But to go to my greater point, I think church is just geared more towards bringing people, people in, in and not driving them away. That's yeah. why the sermons are not so much what you're doing wrong. It's more so things that make you feel good. And Joe yeah. Osteen is like the master at that. Exactly. Yeah. He'll make you feel good about yeah. the exact life you're living right yeah. now. He don't, he don't <laughs> talk about your sexuality. Yes. He don't talk about none of that stuff. He don't talk about... I, I, I can't speak on every Joe Osteen sermon. And yet, they have gotten to me. I've watched a few and I'm like, damn, I do feel good listening to it. Uh, but honestly, it's kind of just yeah. kind of self 
self-motivating type yeah, stuff it's and kinda, not really it's kind of like having a teacher telling you everything like everything you do right yeah like oh yeah you do this right oh, focus yeah. on your dreams you're, yeah, keep you're, working hard your handwriting is so like, good okay. <laughs> but like you need to talk about how bad I am at yeah, this you know at don't focusing. do drugs I don't hear no more anti-alcohol stuff in church I don't <laughs> yeah. hear no anti-smoking need, shit yeah you need to let me know I'm taught too much I need yeah. to focus or I need to quit doing this or doing that and I'll be on the right path yeah I don't want to hear how great of a person I am. <laughs> I agree. We've been talking about this for a while, so let's yeah. go ahead and wrap up this whole Kanye thing. N- number one, general thoughts on the album. Uh, do y'all think he will continue this path of being a saved Christian for the continued albums that he'll be putting out? And I guess that's it. Do you, you think this will continue, or do you think he'll eventually move on to something else? I think he's going to move on to something else. Okay. What do you think is the next step for Kanye if he goes back from this? I think it depends on how this is perceived and and the um the end goal of this or the conclusion of this. Okay. I think that's going to determine where he goes from here. Okay. Yeah. I have another conspiracy theory, but <laughs> go ahead, Figgy. Um 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 I think I don't I don't think this is going to last. I don't think it's I don't think he's going back to the Yeezus type of rap, mm-hmm. but I can see him doing like a Chance the Rapper thing. Okay. Where he, you know, he still make his, you know, fly songs, but still he, he not as aggressive as Yeezus. But, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and where would y'all rank this as far as Kanye's albums? At least on your initial listens through. I know it's hard because it just came out. Yeah. Where y'all rank this on his entire discography? Um, I think it's I think it's uh, without a doubt it's better than the last album. It's better than Ye. I agree. Um, it's too I man. It's too damn short because I was gonna say maybe better than Yeezus, but yeah. I think Yeezus is better than this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> so I would probably have to put it. <laughs> Above yay at the bottom, but above yay. Yeah, it's, it's to me, it's not a bad album, but it's definitely better than yay, without a doubt. I agree with that. I can listen to this. I, I listen to yay maybe twice. I yay. tried to go back to it <laughs> and I couldn't. But um, I think it's way better than yay. But not. I don't think. I don't think it's. I know you don't like Life of Pablo. I don't think it's better than Life of Pablo. I'm I'm be honest, man. I went to a few tracks based off of, on on Life La of Pablo. Pablo, and they're actually not bad, man. The album wasn't as bad as I thought. It was still one of his worst, but just quality yeah. wise and length, like there's too many songs, and a few of them are just totally skippable. But yeah. overall, it wasn't a bad album, man. Like yeah. I can't hate on it too much. I yeah. like that album. I think actually. He, yeah, I think he had a lot of good albums. So you know, you got to have a kind of a bad album yeah. compared to all it's like Jay-Z some people don't like Kingdom Come yeah you know you gotta have one of those type of albums but that don't means it's a terrible album yeah I, just I, bad for him yeah I thought Life of Pablo was okay yeah I put it above yay too definitely um, I'll put this album pretty much where you said Figgy in his okay, discography, second yeah, second to last but there's a few songs I'll go back to so it wasn't a complete waste of my time and if y'all didn't feel like listening to it, hopefully this review kind of uh, <laughs> satisfied you. So you don't have to listen to it if you don't want to. Yeah. Where um, you ranked as well? Um, I didn't. I think I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll rank the next podcast. Yeah. Get you. Get we'll you. Get, let let it marinate a little bit. Yeah. I wonder how long it's gonna last. 
you think it's going to travel well, like last a long time, or it's going to go, the yay didn't last at all. No, nah, this won't last. I don't think it's going to last, but I think he's going to keep putting out projects. And to go to back to the point of where does Kanye go from here? I, I have another, it's not really a conspiracy because he said it. I think Kanye is gearing up for a presidential run. And this album is step number one in reforming his image into something more palatable for the president of the United States. <laughs> and I think this is where he's going. I think if you combine everything that's going on with, with his family, Kim Kardashian suddenly becoming Mother Teresa and helping all these inmates and getting politically involved and getting her law degree, I don't think that's happening by chance. And Kanye suddenly turning over a new leaf, being saved, saying all rap music is demonic, doing all this stuff. He's mentioned time and time again, ever since Trump got elected, that he wants to be president. He thinks he can now because Trump was a celebrity with no political experience and got in there. So Kanye 100 percent thinks he could be president. And I think this is step number one in a grand scheme to eventually, you know, 16 years down the line, maybe become president. Man. So what's crazy is that's not even far fetched. It's not I even shocking. I don't like, you know how some people say crazy shit. I'm like, boy, like you tripping. Like, I don't even think that's a crazy assumption. Nah, he said time and time again, he <laughs> must be president. Yeah. And you could have took that and said, man, he just Kanye he bullshitting. But in this day and age, I can't, I'm like, Oh shit. That sound, that sound about right. I will give him actually I'll, I'll shorten that timeline elections in 2020 Trump. I think it's going to get four more years. Kanye will definitely run the next election after next year. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to happen. So remember <laughs> this podcast on October 27th. I say it's more shocking. You think Trump will get four more years. You, you don't think, think he will. I think it, he will definitely. I think they're going to try to find a way to get him out of here. They're unless doing everything he gets, they can. Unless he gets impeached to the point where he has to resign, in which I don't think he ever will, he would have to actually get convicted, and that takes a long time, too. Yeah. It's hard to for a president, a sitting president to lose an election, re-election. It hasn't happened in a while, I don't think, and it usually only happens if the economy is like in shambles. Yeah. And I, it hasn't happened here, so I think Trump will get four more years. I think it's going to okay. happen, so don't be surprised when people freak out on Twitter again. <laughs> um, So, let's get into some other things that happened real quick. Uh, shoot, let's start with the Gucci Mane interview. <laughs> um, So, before the Kanye thing happened, it's probably one of the bigger things on the timeline. Gucci Mane <laughs> had an interview with Charlemagne the God. Um, after his album that we didn't even talk about dropped October, <laughs> um, I didn't even feel like listening to it. I think we're all good on this new Gucci. We're happy. I only He's, heard the one song and that was with Megan. Yeah. I heard that one too. I like that song actually. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all like we're happy for Gucci that he's in a healthy, better place. But at the same time, his music just sounds kind of whack now. It's not the same. It's <laughs> you, not sound, as great. you sound like how I feel about the older rappers. So like the Missy Elliott's, the Lil' Kims who dropping music, happy they doing it. 
but the music just not yeah that. <laughs> yeah that's true that's true that that is pretty much what you said um i'm happy he's still doing it but at the same time it's it, it don't sound the same so yeah. i'm good on it but he did have this interview um i would suggest actually listening to the whole thing um it's actually pretty cool it's pretty insightful onto where his mentality is now you see a lot of growth he admits a lot of things i wouldn't think he would admit he admitted that he was basically just living really immature before he went to prison, mm-hmm. he was living crazy. He talks about losing his ego, being more humble. A lot of stuff I didn't really expect him to talk about ever. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. tell me five years ago that Gucci Mane back then would become the Gucci Mane now. I would probably never believe you. Yeah. You know, we all thought he was that crazy wild nigga who was going to get killed one day probably. Yeah. But he really did turn his life around, man. It's a good interview. But the spiciest part of the interview <laughs> happened about uh, at the very end of it. Funny enough. Oh, and by the way, I like the one-on-one interviews with Charlemagne more than a Breakfast Club interview. Me too. Yeah. I think that's a better interview format to have somebody in because number one, Charlemagne's not trying to play a character. Yeah. He's more of himself. Yeah. And yeah. you don't have Angela Yee and fucking DJ Envy cutting in yeah. with stupid ass questions. Yeah. yeah. I was watching the Bone Thugs, um, not Bone Thugs, but the Busy Bone interview, mm-hmm. and you know, I was shocked. I ain't seen nobody talk about that interview. I'm like, damn, ain't nobody say nothing. <laughs> but uh, it was a pretty good interview. But um, Charlemagne was trying to get into some shit. Yes. And Envy come in like, oh, yeah, how do you feel about Cleveland rap? <laughs> they always do that. I'm just like, like that- and Charlemagne mentioned something I'm like, damn, Envy, I'm trying to get into it. He's like, wait, 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 real quick. Um, how you feel about the rap scene on Cleveland? It's just like, God damn. And then man. like the timing is always very off. Well, not always, but it's pretty off sometimes. Like they, the questioning, they don't allow the question or they don't allow like the build up. Yes. They just cut straight to they another to one. Need, one. Yeah, they need to come up with some type of form. I know they've been in it for ten years, but yes, they be every time they finish. Um, the person finish answering the question, they all try to. But what about yes? It's a little irritating, man. They, they're basically following the script at this point. Mm-hmm. Number one, what DJ Envy does when they're lazy as hell too. They do no research on interviews anymore. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let's say they have an actor on who has a new movie coming out. Um, like if they have they have Forrest Whitaker on about the Godfather of Harlem, mm-hmm. DJ Envy would say, "Now for those who don't know, tell us about Godfather of Harlem, what it's about." Yeah, <laughs> because you know you don't know what it's about. Yeah, and then yeah. Angela Yee would just read down a list of features you have on your new album without even yeah. <laughs> caring. She's like, "Oh, I see you had Missy Elliott and yeah. Ty Dolla Sign." Mm-hmm. A okay. couple of people called her out a couple times because she, I, I think she was talking about a book or something. And uh, I think it was Styles P. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, did you read? You remember that part? And she was like, oh, I actually didn't read it yet. <laughs> yeah. And she tried to play it off a little bit. Yeah. And he kind of gave a shit about it. Yeah. But I'm like, they do man. know they're lazy as hell now. They do no <laughs> research. It's terrible. That's why we got to take their spot, man. We coming for them. I do appreciate that. At least they tell the truth. Like, at least she is honest and be like, nah, I didn't read well, it. Well, she couldn't front and say she did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I'm going to say, not, yeah, not the yeah. Styles P. Yeah. She was stuck P there. Was, yeah. And then Charlemagne is worse in the Breakfast Club interviews. He just trolls for no reason, and it sounds corny. But on these one on these one on one interviews, I think it's a lot better. And this one was good as well. Um, so let's play the spicy part oh, of it real quick. You apologize. Often. Wait, let me ride a little. Sorry, and I didn't mean nothing about because I did. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is Gucci apologize. Often. Often. You wrong. You wrong. I didn't apologize to Angela Yee. Because I didn't, you know, I would not, and I hated that she said that I was gonna apologize to her, but I don't know where she got that from. 
because I didn't I didn't do nothing to her. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel like I was sorry. You know what I'm saying? But if I was wrong, I would say I'm sorry. And just for the record, man, I didn't do I didn't listen. I meant no disrespect to that girl. I was not trying to humiliate that girl or embarrass her. No kind of way. You know, I was just defending myself, showing, hey, if you telling somebody that I'm banned from the radio station or declining, is this is what gave me the decline. That was People are gonna see this and be like, he must be banned, because why they not in the uh man, <laughs> why he, they not in the studio? But for the record, he's not banned. I don't even know where that came from. It came from that punk ass bitch, man. And DJ Envy. He's <laughs> and a pussy too. Envy's pussy, man. Pussy. He was scared to wasn't even scared to come. You know he's scared. Where he at? I didn't know he was supposed to be here. He wasn't gonna come. He wasn't gonna come because the day they did that people's court thing and you wasn't there, mm-hmm. he was there. Him and uh the girl, or whatever. The girl so, or whatever. He ain't had the nuts to come after he did that. I knew it. I wasn't gonna confront him too. I'm gonna say, hey man, you know, you got something to say to me? I just wanna see what he was gonna say. Cause he seemed like he had something he wanted to say to him. I don't think it's an issue. So I'm gonna give him his, you know, I'm gonna get him his face to face because mm-hmm. I ain't no me and him had no issue. But I do got an issue with him too. I got an issue with him now. I'm stepped step to him. I'm not saying. <laughs> Just like he stepped to him, the people were talking about his wife when they came up there. Yeah. He confronted them. Needles and marrow. So I'm gonna confront him about what him and Angela did. And if he come at me wrong, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. <laughs> it's just on him. It ain't gonna be his first time getting slapped. What about, um, what about what? Uh, it ain't gonna be his first time getting slapped. <laughs> so t- I-, I set that up wrong, by the way. He is talking about the, um, uh, the whole drama that happened last time Gucci Mane was on The Breakfast Club. Um, there was basically a banter between him and Angela Yee where yeah. Angela, he was talking about how he thought he was a sex symbol even before he lost the weight. And then Angela Yee was kind of like, yeah, really? And then he was like, well, you was trying to hit. And then yeah. the, it, it kind of went back and yeah. forth with her denying it. Mm, and Gucci was saying, that. On my dick. yeah, <laughs> Gucci was saying that she was trying to hit and she was like denying it, yeah. going hard about it. Um, so they had beef about that, and apparently, I mean, and for the record, Gucci Man, and he clarified here as well, he never said he smashed Angela Yee. He just said she was trying to get some yeah. one day, and he kind of turned it down. He was, she was trying to find out what that was the whole, yeah, something. that was yeah. the whole thing. He never said he smashed. The nah. whole thing was she, uh, she was trying to, yeah, and he was sitting there, phone, uh, she was hitting his phone and talking about what hotel you at and all that stuff, yeah, yeah. and mentioned the old interview they did, yeah. And you could tell in that interview that she just didn't expect him to put her out there like that. You could tell, like, that apps it seemed like it happened on that interview that he was calling her out. Mm-hmm. She just didn't want, she didn't expect that. I mean, who you think is lying in this? That's the big question. Here's the thing: I don't think Gucci got no reason to lie. That's he. I think back in the day, back in the day, he, you know, when he was going on Twitter rants and all that stuff. I get it, and he apologized for most of that stuff. Mm-hmm. He never apologized for this one. No, no, nah. and he doubling down on it. So I don't think he. I think he in the space where he. I think if he was lying or if he was wrong, he would have. Mention that and apologize to her, but he doubling down like, wait a minute, no. Nah. Like, even like the Nikki stuff, like how he was saying how Nikki used to sleep around and stuff. He apologized to her, and he he, he says that all the time how he did. So why wouldn't he apologize to Angela equally? Well, he wasn't on drugs when he said this shit. He was hundred percent sober. Um, here's the thing: I don't think it's necessary necessarily either of them lying. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think in your mind. You can say something or have an intent that comes across completely different to somebody else. Maybe she was just being flirty for the 
podcast or whatever they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then he took it a certain way, like, oh, she's trying to get some. And she just took it as she's trying to have some fun. You know, some girls get drunk in it. I don't know if they was drinking on the podcast, but you know how women are. But yeah. they do drink on that podcast. Like, that yeah. podcast, I don't know if y'all ever listened to Lip Service, but it's a sex podcast. Like, yeah. I mean... And now I think uh, when he was on it, this was before lip service. I forgot the name of the actual. It was something this else, was, I think. This yeah. was super old. This was before. I want to say um, before the Breakfast Club or around the time where it first started. It, it was, could be. It was early on. It was super. It was way before um, lip service. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know the context. It could be that she really either she did it and forgot, or she didn't think she was actually trying to. It didn't. It wasn't in her mind her trying to get something from Gucci. Yeah. But Gucci took it as, you really on my dick trying to get yeah. something right now. So both are possible. Yeah. But I just think if she was flirty or tr- trying to do something for it, I feel like she would have said something like that. Yeah. But she, she like, totally denying it. Like, nah, that never yeah. happened. I never called you. I never asked you about this or that. She, like, totally denying it. And he totally, like, yeah, yeah that did. happened. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's just funny. Maybe she was just drunk and she don't remember. Yeah, it's just funny how Gucci apologizes for everything. He's been going on this good boy t- uh, tour where he's like, I'm a changed man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm mar- He's married. So it ain't no point of bringing it up anyway. Yeah. But he kind of been doubling down on it, oh, which make has. it even funny. No, he went super hard at the end of the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he was basically saying she was trying to suck him up. I, I got like, a little I'm married, uncomfortable. You can't suck me up now. <laughs> I got a little uncomfortable. And I don't even know her. <laughs> uh, I, I will say this, man, because I understand why. And even if it's true, I understand why somebody like Angela Yee has to protect her integrity in this case. Yeah. You don't want to be known. It's hard for women, especially in the male dominated industry to succeed when you do succeed people assume you slept your way to the top yeah Yeah. you know and sometimes that's the case a lot of times that's the case honestly yeah so when you're not on that tip and you're actually dedicated to working your way up the hard way the last thing you want is for people to think you were sleeping with the talent basically Mm -hmm. people like gucci man and people like the program directors or whoever Mm -hmm. nobody who works with artists wants to get the reputation that they're sleeping with all of them Yeah. yeah you know so unless they're actually doing it, even yeah. then they probably don't want it. So I understand why. And I kind of think Gucci is in the wrong because even if this happened, you ain't got to put it out there on front yeah. street like that. You're married. She probably got a dude too. She does yeah. now. At it's this so point. many years ago. There's yeah. no need to bring That's, that shit up now. It's kind of, it's like, uh, I guess like telling. Yeah. Kind of yeah, snitching want, a little yeah, bit. You don't want to be the person telling who you sleeping with mm-hmm. or tried to sleep with or whatever. There's there's really no reason behind it. Nothing to gain besides a gossipy ass headline. Yeah. So I don't even understand how this came back around because it, remember it started the, the the first time it happened it was funny mm-hmm. because it was in that moment where she kind of tried to play him a little bit mm-hmm. and his automatic reaction was no you wasn't on my dick don't act like you <laughs> weren't on my dick he was like see that's like one of the funniest gifts by the way too. Yes, it's his stunned look <laughs> yeah. looking at her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um I don't understand this it kinda blew this way out of proportion. It shouldn't even blown up this much. It, go ahead. I think it came back up because of things behind the scenes. Like I think like based on kind of seeing what he was saying, there must must have been some stuff going on behind the scenes that made him want to even talk about it again. Because I, I don't know why it was relevant anymore either. I think what happened was, um, the one thing I kept seeing was um, 
I guess Gucci Man brung up that he was banned. Yes. Yeah. And there's one they were saying that's not true or whatever. But um, I kept saying that I guess Gucci was upset with the Yo Gotti interview. Mm-hmm. And Yo Gotti, this was around the time when Gucci was wilding on Twitter or whatever. And Yo Gotti mentioned, he kind of blew Goofy uh, Gucci off. And I think Angela Yee made some type of smart comment about it. Yeah. And I think that, I, I don't know how that, I don't, I don't even know how that popped up again. Mm-hmm. But I think he kind of mentioned something like that. And then that's where the whole thing came back around again. Yeah. Well, he talked about that in an interview, actually. Um, apparently, from his perspective, what happened was he tried to get on The Breakfast Club again. He put in a request or something, and it got denied. Mm-hmm. He was wondering why. And it word got around to him that Angela Yee felt uncomfortable with having mm-hmm. him on again. Yeah. So he took that as him being banned from the show. So, which is kind of funny because they was going around saying, "No, oh, you ain't bad, you ain't bad." Yeah. But if somebody don't want you up there, that's kind of the same kinda, thing. Yeah. yeah. When you somebody as big as Gucci Mane, yeah. like I'm sure you're gonna have somebody that no, weak, they that's have way all, they less. Have, yeah, they always have whack ass people. We don't know mm-hmm. some type of politician. <laughs> and you mean Gucci Mane can't make the cut? But yeah. I'm sure them saying you're not banned, you're not banned was a part of her not even wanting him to know that. Like she, she didn't want him to know that she made that remark to her program director or whoever it may be so for of course they're gonna keep saying you're not banned you're not banned she just didn't expect him to get to the bottom of it and figure out why yeah and then that's also your definition of banned you know if if let's say somebody on in the loop didn't want a certain guest there figgy that wouldn't mean they're banned from 610 that just means that somebody don't want you on that show and that's what it is it don't mean you're banned like if let's say the dude just says, okay, for your considered, like say John Lopez is like, okay, I know Landry, you don't like this guy. So let's just deny him the request. Yeah. We ain't got to have don't mean you banned. It yeah. just means we don't, somebody didn't want you on. So we're not going to have you on this week or whatever. Yeah. So it, it was just a little weird too, because if that was the case, if she really felt uncomfortable, it was a lot of times where they did the interview without her. And yeah. it was, it was other times where Charlemagne, decided not to do this interview because yeah. of certain reasons. AKA the, DJ the tr- Envy left when they had Chris Rock up there because they, they had problems. Oh, because they had beef with their yeah. they daughters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, know yeah. he, I know he left with the uh, Deces and Meryl, too. Yeah. He, he stayed for the little, <laughs> little bullshit he did and left. Yeah. But uh, Charlamagne, he did the same thing with Terrence Howard. He, he ain't want no parts of that interview. I guess they don't like each other oh, or Terrence Howard don't like him. Mm-hmm. And um, he did the same thing with Troy Ave. He, recently, he's yeah, because of his loyalty to Taxstone. Yeah, I would so, imagine. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, so it was just kind of weird. Somebody like a Gucci man, um, Angela said, you know, y'all can do it, but you know, I'm I'm leaving. You yeah. know, I don't I don't want to do it. But so y'all two, can do it. I'm sure Angela also didn't want the script because of it was such a big blown up thing for the internet. I'm sure Angela not being there would be even bigger of a Topic yeah, of discussion. Oh, oh, definitely. You think oh, yeah. so? Yeah, People absolutely. People be like, oh, so, oh, Angela's not here for Gucci suddenly when yeah. she's here for everybody else. So, yeah. I, yeah. So she was probably just, I, I, can, so. I, can, I can see Angela's perspective if it really did happen and she just didn't want, you know, she didn't want to be uncomfortable. She was probably trying to go about it in very discreet ways and you can't yeah. be discreet in radio because everybody talks. Yeah, that's true. So. We know that all too well. <laughs> So that's really all I have for this uh, whole thing. That's the only drama part. But like I said, there's a good interview. 
Yeah. So I was gonna yeah, mention the good. other the other part. I seen um, reports that um, Angela Yee unfollowed Charlemagne. Really? On Twitter. I can I, I could believe that they don't necessarily um, get a long outside of the show anymore. I think they maybe they once did, or maybe they once were cool. But I could yeah. see I could see the energy or the like the dynamic kind of shifted a little bit. Not do that they don't think, hold each other down. But do I y'all think, think that Charlemagne should have stood up for Angela Yee in that interview? Yes. I, th- I think he tried. I think he tried without blatantly doing it. I think he tried to derail the the responses he was getting and move on. He, I, I feel like he tried to move on more than once. Do you think it was wrong when he laughed when Gucci said she was trying to suck me up? No, because I think that was a natural reaction. <laughs> it was funny, like, but at the same think, time. I think it was just a natural response. I don't think he could have helped it at that point in time. And then, too, if... Uh, I guess being the person that interviewed people, you can't just be. Sometimes you laugh just to be polite. Yeah. You might ha 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 that type of thing just to you know if that person laughing or trying to say something funny, you might not think it's funny, but you might be like, nah, oh damn. nah nah. He thought it was funny. He was really? laughing oh, hard. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. no fake laugh. No no no, yeah. no. I get it. No, I get it. I'm sure it's probably genuine, but um, yeah, I think he. Uh, the part we the part we just played. I think that was cool for him to do that kind of, you know, see what's up because I think that kind of came out a little out of nowhere too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it looked went way too far with him talking about, you know, she wanted me to go deep and yeah, kind of just making the much. jokes yeah. and all that stuff. I I mean, he honestly he probably scared to stand up to Gucci a little bit. He probably ain't want to, you know, get on that side, but I think he should have been like, "All right, man, like, you know, all right, Chill, you ain't gotta do all that, man. Yeah. He could have said it in some type of way to chill, but more he bold was just more bold. Yeah, it seemed like he was kind of laughing, kikiing with it. Oh yeah, definitely. So <laughs> I can understand yeah. why uh, Angela would be upset. It, even even envy too, but I can understand why they would feel some type of way by Charlemagne and allowing you know certain things to be said or not. Charlamagne is not the type of person that's going to edit an interview, but I can understand them being upset of, like, why not even just edit that aspect out? Yeah, I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I de- necessarily think that uh, Charlamagne should have stood up for Angela Yee. I don't know what the relationship is. I'm sure Angela Yee has shitted on Charlamagne when Charlamagne ain't around on the show, mm-hmm. too. So, like, they pick at each other, and she probably he probably figures that she's a grown-ass woman. She can handle her own business and problems with somebody. Mm-hmm. But I do kind of think, and it, it to be honest, it was funny. I'm glad it was left in, but it probably shouldn't have been left in. Yeah. The interview was edited. It came out a few days after it was actually filmed. They had time to chop certain things out. You could tell mm-hmm. in the interview. They left that in. Yeah. And it was, it was at the crazy. very end. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, it was literally at the very end. Unless the last there was thing more they going, said on camera. Unless there was more and we, they did. Maybe they did edit it. And that yeah. was the clean that, version oh, that, that we got. that was the good version. Yeah, yeah, maybe that was the good version. <laughs> yeah. The, the other thing, too, I think I think if the shoe was on the other foot, I think they would have somebody on the breakfast club. If it was somebody, Birdman or whatever, I think they, they wouldn't do shit if they were shitting on Char- Charlemagne. I don't think they would. I don't think they would be like, nah, you know what, chill out. That's, That's true. My, Good point. I don't think. I don't think they would say shit. They had people up there that really didn't like Charlemagne like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about skin bleaching and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had yeah, you had people like that, and nobody ever 
not to my knowledge, has stood up for him. Oh, hell no. Nah. They kind of let him, you know. They probably don't fuck with each other, man, honestly. Yeah. I never got I, that vibe. Yeah, I know for sure um, now that Charlamagne and Angela Yee don't really rock with each other like that. Oh, no. Nah. Well, I know um, just based, because I've read his book, the first book, uh, Black Privilege. I know that, like, based on his book and that they did have a relationship before the Breakfast Club. So I, yeah. I think that the Breakfast Club may have may have uh, put some strain on it. Oh, yeah. You work with somebody every day for five days a week for four yeah. hours. Get sick of them. For how many yeah. years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, but see, little stuff like that can tear something apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if we are working together, if, if – um, Ryan decided to do an interview, <laughs> interview somebody that you had a problem with, mm-hmm. and they start talking shit about you. I mean, you might feel a certain, you might come in this bitch like. I, I hit the Kawhi Leonard. Hey, hey, hey. I need to fucking drop for that shit, man, but whatever. Fuck it. I, I'll take it. <laughs> so uh, I had something to say about that, but I've just forgot it. But yeah. You oh, th- yeah. You think the breakfast? Oh, go ahead. Um, basically the whole thing about the Charlemagne and them hanging out. Yeah, they were probably good friends before, but you know, things change. Um, I don't, I don't know how long this show lasts. Honestly, I kind of feel like they're all branching out into different things. I see DJ Envy on Chevrolet commercials now. Yeah. Like, he's really the into fuck? car entities. Yeah. yeah. Angela Yee's doing her own stuff. I know Charlemagne has the biggest career of all of them. Yeah. I figure at some point it will end, but I think it's still one of the biggest shows in radio now. So probably not yeah. anytime soon, but who knows? Yeah. I, uh, I think it'll still be around, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody left. Yeah, well, you yeah. I, I think they would end the Breakfast Club before they, they think, just allow somebody to so? leave. I agree. That, I don't think the company is just going to end that show like that. It's a big show. That's why I they, think they I think, would they would just shut it down because I, it's been them three for so long. That is the Breakfast Club. But see, as a program director, if if you was in that same situation and Charlemagne, say for instance, Charlemagne wanted to do his own thing, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you just to shut the whole thing out and get a whole morning show because that show not going to be syndicated. It depends on who you, leaves. Unless too. You, yeah, you're not going to get Steve Harvey in that spot or yeah. something like that. You, you're going to try to fill that void. You're going to try to put somebody in there that's somewhat like a Charlemagne and see if it work. You ain't just going to blow that whole show up because of Charlemagne, because Charlemagne left. I think they're going to try to do something else. I don't think it's going to work. But I think they're going to get Envy and Angela to, you know, sit down and brainstorm on who they can replace him with. Yeah. Um, it might be over for us as far as, like, uh, you know, it's not the same. But I don't see a program director saying. They would probably try to keep it going, but it wouldn't go for long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like everyday struggle after Joe Budden left. Yeah. yeah. He helped create that show. But, yeah, he left and they tried to keep it going with people who were like Joe. Yeah, it didn't work. Nobody yeah. watches that shit anymore. It's like yeah. Yeah, a lot of shows do this too. Yeah. <laughs> like I was it's funny, I was watching um Pimp My Ride the other day mm-hmm. with Zibit. And I forgot he left and they had Chameleon there on there. Really? Remember really? that? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. I yeah. don't either. Zibit, I didn't know he did Pimp yeah, My Ride. Ashley and Zibit talked about it because um uh, I guess they had problems with uh Zibit had problems with them. Where to the point he he just left. He mm-hmm. said, "Nah, you know I'm not doing this. I guess it was a money thing, but they figured they'd get somebody similar, similar. to Exhibit. So you know, Chameleon there had the braids then, yeah, riding so dirty, they, yeah. So they got uh, Chameleon there to do it. <laughs> That's funny. 
And obviously, if you ain't know about it, that shit didn't work right. Oh, hell no. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, I'm a big Chameleon Air fan. At least I was back in the day. Yeah. I had no idea he did bend my ride. Yeah. That's wild. He did. Damn. Yeah. yeah, look at that when you get a chance. But I will. I have to now. It, it was pretty bad. It wasn't a zip. <laughs> you know, a zip, it was a personality. Oh, yeah, definitely. Chameleon and, Air didn't have that personality. Nah. <laughs> so and like it, the kind of rides he was pimping, it wasn't like putting fist chanks in niggas' cars and shit. He was just putting the fifth yeah. wheel and the fucking candy I, I paint. Th- yeah, yeah, I don't even think they probably didn't even grab him because of that. I think they just grabbed him because he was probably the hot rapper around that yeah. time because it was the 2000s and, you know, it was a black man with braids. Yeah, hey, you know, Zippet did it. You know, I'm sure we could plug anybody right here to do the same thing. If they brought back Pimp My Ride, who would host it today? I said I, a baby. The baby? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could. Uh, maybe he's too hot of a rapper to host it right now. I, I don't think so. He, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was thinking a little further than that. I was thinking somebody like a. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong with somebody like a Nick Cannon. But I think he's a little and too big for Yeah, he, he's he, done too much of unless that. He, unless he produce it. I could see if he if it was somebody like that who wanna bring it back because he do got a relationship with MTV. Mm-hmm. So I could see him trying to bring that back and, you know, be in the exhibit. And I think he'll do a good job doing it. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. Jasmine, who do you think would, would do a pimp my ride in twenty nineteen? Uh, Chris Brown. First of all, no. Wasn't there some Chris Brown news we had to get into today? Some shit about him being a crackhead. I didn't see that shit. I forgot to see that shit. I think it was a video of him snorting something. I forgot Uh, what it was, but I think he was like on FaceTime. Shit. And called him snorting something. I ain't surprised. So it's called him a crackhead. (laughs) But yeah. So, um, (sighs) fuck, we've been recording for a minute. (laughs) <laughs> let, let, let's fucking skip ahead to some fucking what a bro knows. I want to talk about this a little bit. I thought it was interesting. Jasmine, you brought up a topic about um a man who. Okay, go ahead because I don't Wait, forget what? what you said. The convict dude. Oh yeah. So um I I didn't know if this was it was a situation on Shade Room and I didn't know if this was like staged or not, but. It seemed to be a conversation of two people that had just met. Maybe the woman had been set up on a blind date of some sort. And the guy sent her a photo and it was a convict picture. And it clearly said like captured above his above his photo. Like you could tell it was a it was a what do they call the mugshot. A mugshot. You could yeah. tell. And he texted back and was like, Hey, um, you know, this is the only photo I have. Like, it's, it's from a really long time ago. Um, those diamonds in my ears are real, though. Like, what you think? <laughs> Apparently, she didn't respond. And I guess it was the time for her to exchange a photo. You know, give him a photo in exchange. And she never did. And his last thing was like, where my photo at? Damn. So, <laughs> I just, like, do people do that? Like, why would you send somebody a convict photo? To begin with, like I just because that's what y'all makes me like think that type staged. of shit. Y'all like that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Let's be real. Mm. If a dude told you he's been uh he's been arrested before, that wouldn't be a turn off for you, would it? Uh nah. See, nah, actually, nah. be a little bit of turn you, on, wouldn't eh, it? Nah. It what you get? Be, what did you get arrested for? Um, selling coke. <laughs> I was about to ask you would you date a guy who did time for selling coke or a dude with two kids a guy that did time for selling coke 
Yeah. She didn't even think about that. Y'all one. ain't shit, man. <laughs> I don't mean you in particular, Jasmine, but women ain't shit. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with y'all? A yeah. convict more sexy than y'all than a fucking nigga with kids? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> He's a reformed convict this nigga out can't here get doing no right. Job. Dude, 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 dude with, with kids, no kids. The dude with kids got a good career. He goes to church every Sunday. Oh, What's your baby mama situation like, though? Oh, y'all terrible. I need y'all to know. terrible. I don't want to deal with her. Yeah, you got you got to deal with it. That's all, that's all taken care of. Everything good, you know. No hanky panky between them two. Yeah, I deal with, I deal with the nigga that's keep going to jail yeah. for selling coke. I feel like I feel like I'd be okay. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, ask Keisha that. This kids. man been institutionalized. I'm about to, hey, I'm about to say, ask Keisha that. <laughs> it builds character. Yeah, it builds true. character. See, see, no, you part. No, I'm you aren't. Kidding. You are Jasmine. That's how y'all feel. Don't, don't be drawn that yeah. back. Don't feel bad because every woman thinks this way. Oh, we know, we know, we know. Y'all, I'm y'all just, like. Y'all Mom, like the comments. I want to have my own kids. Is that bad? You like, can. It's but not I don't cause... want your kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry. You rather, you rather deal with a nigga with a felony over somebody right? who got a kid or two kids. Yeah. This nigga ain't never going to have no meaningful yeah, real job yeah. because he a felon. He going to always want something in your name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna use your credit yep. and fuck it up. Hey, baby, can you put this rental car in your name? <laughs> I'd like to think that he would be okay. Uh, like, I like to think that he'd be okay. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be that hard for him to make a living. Like, I really li- would like to think that he would be okay. He's a dope dealer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, she's gonna reform yeah. him. It's easier to reform a dope dealer than a law abiding citizen with kids. <laughs> 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 This sounds so bad, but I, I'm going to no, Like, I just want my... Yeah. It's true, though. It's, it's really true, though. Like, a, a woman re- would rather have a dude with some type of criminal record... Yes. ...over a dude that's... Let's a say good the, father yeah, to his kids. Let's say the dude... Yeah, let's say the dude don't have kids. They will probably still choose to do with the criminal record. No, yes. it depends on what the record is. Like, I'm cool with that. Like, that's okay. okay. But if you're in jail for domestic violence, if you're in jail for killing someone, if you're in jail for robbing a bank, like, if you're in, like, random shit. Wait, how is dealing coke not as bad as robbing a bank? Be- I don't think so. Mm. I think robbing a bank is more like your, where was your common sense? I think Coke can be. <laughs> this is terrible. I think selling drugs is more of. Rappers do hey. it, so it's okay. No, no, no. no. Hey, hey, I she, think she, it's she more of. A, she can, she's not comparing selling drugs to killing somebody. She's comparing <laughs> robbery and selling Coke. Because I feel like selling drugs is a, is a, is a way of survival. Survival in the sense if you're resorting to about to go rob a bank then you've completely lost your mind like i feel uh, like you've completely not really thought about your life a lot of people get away with robbing banks what about what, what about do. what about robbing people because a lot of people do just rob mm-hmm. regular people it's jail for it aggravated j- assault or aggravated robbery yeah. yeah going to somebody's house and stealing jugging hustling 
You want to hustle? She'd be like, right? yeah. <laughs> Just, we, we know Jasmine's answer. Wait, wait, wait. They're like, okay. oh, Girl, we're not well, going to pick on you. Because, no, I feel bad for the people that you're doing that to, but I can't lie and say that it's not it sexy. falls in the same category <laughs> as like selling drugs. Like, you used to do that in the past, but you're no longer doing that anymore. Yes. Like, wh- why were you doing it in the past? Were you trying to support <laughs> you your, your mom? You're giving this a lot like, of chances. Were you trying to, like, why? Were you good at it? Like, <laughs> if you were, like, like, I need. Question. I have no, I know. Meanwhile, I know. this dude with no record gets no questions. Of course not. <laughs> One strike and you out. Oh, you got a but kid. The- <laughs> nope. <laughs> no qu- I, I don't care so about your much. baby mama. Nope. I sound yeah. terrible. Yeah. Not- My mom no, would be not- so ashamed. No, it's not you, though. Your, your mama probably feel the same way, too. Mm-hmm. She was single. She was like, oh, that young man got a record? Yeah. Mm, baby. <laughs> <laughs> She went the complete opposite no, no, route. Yeah. My mother went through that phase too because my mother, she separated from my dad mm-hmm. and she had a boyfriend and the first thing she said, yeah, he did time in prison. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why would you want somebody who did time in prison? And she and she dealt with this guy for a minute too. It, this dude wasn't shit, man. He was, <laughs> he was in and out the streets. He wasn't doing nothing. I'm like, man, like this, like you wanted this person. You ain't want somebody who was chill. <laughs> that's hilarious like like i think i think a lot of women like that because they feel i guess i don't want to say feel protected but you feel like all right i got the badass who can protect me mm-hmm. but a guy without a record can protect you too i think about <laughs> that very often and i can't say that is like i know a people... lot of people with records who got who are concealed to carry and can protect the woman if needed the people that are attracted to me when I think about them at times, it's just like, I feel like if anybody approached me, I would be the person to whoop that person's ass, not you. And I feel like that's a turnoff. Like, that's a really big turnoff that I don't feel like you would protect me in that way. Like, if things ever got physical, I don't think that you you about that. You about it. I can't be with somebody like that. So it like, has for to be one, to you need to deflect point. anything from ever getting physical anyways. Like, it should never get that far. But if I don't even feel like if a situation did arise, I don't, and I don't feel like you would do anything. Like, I don't think that like, that's a problem for me. But, but see, I know a lot of people with records and who, who are out in these streets that will get slapped and won't do shit. Or, well, yeah. or, do, or somebody, Cause do, you're not trying to go back. Or somebody do something to their woman. And they won't do shit. I wouldn't it's, say, you know, a lot of people, no, no, man, man, because you, I, I mean, I'm, it's a lot of suckers in the streets, man. That's true. It's not. Yeah. It's a lot of rappers who, you know, play that role like they're going to do something, but they won't do shit. So I, it's a lot of street dudes who are about that life. And it's, it's a lot of dudes when shit get real, when a dude come up to their girl and try to get on with them, they won't do shit. So I, I think it is a lot of people like that. So I, th- I think a record don't don't really mean protection. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if it's so much wanting to be protected because how can you figure somebody who sells drugs can protect you? That has nothing to do with aggression. You just selling drugs because so, you got to protect. No, we're not getting into well, this. Uh, on the, air. Point, uh, the point, <laughs> like, the, the point is, I don't, I think, and this, well, I know we're kind of picking so, on you, but it's how a lot of women feel. Mm-hmm. Honestly, y'all want the bad boy. The bad boy's the sexy one in every movie, TV show, et cetera, et cetera. And that's attractive to y'all. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, well, there is, but <laughs> y'all really can't help it. The same way a lot of men, like, we're attracted to toxic traits in women, too. 
Yeah. You know, we say we want this pure we look girl. look at the strippers. Yeah, we love we strippers. We don't care if a girl done fucked around a whole lot. We don't care if a girl had a bunch of kids because that means she's fucking to us. So we feel like when you get in, yeah. we mess with a lot of women who are toxic just because, you know, they look good to us or talk a certain way or do a certain thing. So we're all messed up. Yeah. But to the point, we're on women now. So we have to get back to hating on y'all. But... I don't know. I just, no, I just want to know a reason why. Like, we know why we like to look at strippers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little fantasy thing. It's like, all right, she got the fat ass, blah blah blah. But at the end of at the end of the day, we know we won't, we ain't wifing them up. Yeah, we don't look at them as a wife or a, a mother to my kids, or most of us don't. But a lot of women try to uh, cuff these drug dealers or these yep. dudes that's in the streets. Mm-hmm. And this is like, dang, like you got a good dude over here with a job or who, you know, he'll protect you too, but he not in the streets. He'd rather you, you know, take care of you and be sweet. It's the bad boy <laughs> factor, man. People want to wanna... be Tasha. <laughs> they want to be Tasha. They want to build an empire. Uh... <laughs> build an empire. I think, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe yeah. yeah maybe women don't really have an answer for it. It's just something they can't it's really just, explain. I really think it it's just like the like women want to be protected. Like if you're not gonna, and bad boys are those that seem to be the protectors a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So that that might be the perception. Okay. New 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 comparison. <laughs> Let's say you're dating a uh, or you're you have a choice between a Golden Gloves boxer with three kids. Or a, a dude who did time for selling coke with no kids. Now this boxer could, of course, protect you because he is a yeah. <laughs> acclaimed boxer. Yeah, he can protect you in the street, but he got three kids versus the drug dealer who has no kids. Who would you choose? Well, boxers tend to have a lot of head oh, injuries, <laughs> which and which result in um, domestic violence no. later on down the line. And the coke dealer won't abuse you. Um, or I use you as a no. mule. Have <laughs> 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 you running drugs across Mexico? What, a, I what if it was somebody to... like The Rock? Somebody that's like scary. Somebody that's, you know, The Rock is a sweetheart. Yeah. He's not a bad person, but ain't nobody about to go up to him and slap him. Do women even think buff guys are sexy anymore? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all oh, y'all, I feel like I'd be working out for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all y'all favorites are fucking skinny, skinny ass, ass four foot three looking ass dudes. These, these dudes are short. These really? dudes are short. The baby is short. Yeah. These niggas are short. He is short. These niggas My are brother. short. All the famous celebrities are short and skinny. Chris Brown is like, like six something. Chris Brown is tall, but he's skinny too. Mm. So yeah, they like skinny tall dudes. <laughs> I missed I missed the wave, man. I should have just fucking went anemic. <laughs> but whatever. Um, shit. Let, let's just we've been at it. For I'm a really minute, interested man. to have this conversation with my mom later. Okay. okay. No, she's gonna she's okay. gonna tell you about you that time she it. had this uh, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> he had some weed in the car when yeah. I was a kid. You should do a survey with your female friends to figure out why. Y'all are attracted to that dangerous convict 
I'm about to do or it that on my criminal Instagram. elements. People don't like to participate I, I, I on say, Instagram. Yeah, I'm about to say, don't. People fake on social media. Yes. They're so fake. I can make a post right now on Facebook saying, why do women like criminals? Mm-hmm. 99% <laughs> of them will say they don't. Exactly. It, no, I don't. If you got the crim, if you in the streets, no. Well, <laughs> no, nah, like, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah. You'll get the one that's like, oh, I never dated no one with a felony. I always <laughs> check and make sure they. Because. Nobody, I mean, they, they consider and, that shit, we're square niggas to them. And and, so. when, and me coming up um, when I was in high school and stuff, that's why most of the dudes had tough. Yes. Because all the girls wanted a tough dude or a street dude. That's why good dudes was doing dumb shit. <laughs> that's a bigger discussion, I feel, honestly, because honestly, I agree with that. And I also agree that women are kind of low-key the reason why there's so much gang violence. <laughs> what? What are you saying hey, right now? Reason, I know we've been rolling for a long time, but we got to get into this, man. It's 100% true. <laughs> if women didn't think that thugging was sexy, niggas wouldn't do it. The yeah. only reason nah. we do that shit is for women. Yes, it is. You think Chicago would be a fucking war zone if women just didn't fuck they, with niggas who was... But- they, yeah, they, they gotta survive. Like that ain't they, well, that ain't just for women. Nah, like, it is. Think, think about back in the day, though. I, um, think about back in the sixties. What was they? What was guys doing back then? They was trying to sing. Yes, they was trying to dance. I mean, the people they were hustling back the, then too. They was but hustling, yeah. but a lot of them was trying to sing to get these girls. They was getting the girls. Mm-hmm. Even even in the eighties and nineties, the stuff they was doing at that time, singing, dancing, for the women. Now you got dudes that's trying to rap, trying to sell drugs for, they not doing it for the homies. Yes, <laughs> they do it for women. If women thought that shit was corny and only dated guys with degrees and shit, <laughs> niggas would not be out here. I'm not saying there'll be no crime. Yeah. There'll be significantly less. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does that if say y'all... about y'all? Get your shit together and do something for yourself. <laughs> like... What? So we get no pussy? <laughs> Plan, man. We're making masking relations here, but I do agree. Both sides are accountable. Men don't have to do it, but women, y'all. The reason why that y'all think that's so attractive is part of the reason why men do it. You know, (laughs) half of what most of what men do is for women attention, female attention. Let's be honest. Yeah. So I do blame (laughs) y'all. Right now, I'm I'm not sure uh, as far as like the way they dress, but I know back in the two thousands. We was clearly dressing yes because women thought this was cute. <laughs> we were sad. With the white tees? Yeah, white tees. Well, yeah. yeah, certain shoes. Like all for women. We weren't doing it for the homies. Yes. Or, I know some people say I, I do it because I like it. Mm-hmm. But mainly because that was in at that point and women love the girls with the baggiest jeans or pants sagging shit is not for men. <laughs> well, in most cases, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, be. well, <laughs> some that might it be in Atlanta. Jail, but it Atlanta was, it might be, yeah. It, but it was a style that women like. Women, you know, like the dude sagging his pants, so they would sag the pants to get the chicks. I guess I saw one of the mug shots of El Chapo's son. You know, the one they had a whole shootout in a city for. A war zone. Yes. <laughs> Some woman posted that. Some woman posted that and said, "Oh, why does El Chapo son look like a snack?" <laughs> <laughs> this is the man. If he, if he was walking down the street, they would not say that. I think they would. You they knew so? who he was. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, if he was like a regular oh, yeah. person, yo, of course he not. Wouldn't be, he wouldn't be no damn snack. Nah. The same thing with Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy, the real one, wasn't like super sexy, but the <laughs> fact that he did what he did made it sexy to people. 
his mugshot so and all that. Fucking Del Chapo, that whole family done committed a fucking genocide damn near in Mexico, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> they a snack, apparently. I could be your ride to die. <laughs> <laughs> he would fucking kill you in a heartbeat. Oh, man. man no remorse. Yeah, cheat on you, then kill you. When, women like that danger, though, man. I'm saying they <laughs> like that, that fear of the unknown. So... Jesus that's part Christ, of the reason man. why, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Especially if you're like the responsible one and you're yeah. always doing what you are supposed to. Y'all want to be the counselor to us, basically, while we're trying to run a drug empire. <laughs> You'd be like, no, clean your money this way. Yeah. <laughs> and want to do like Keisha did. Yes. I want to move out the hood. Let's start fresh. <laughs> Bitch, I've been selling drugs for 20 years. And you want me to start fresh now? Like we gotta make we gotta make this money now. Yes. Don't, don't talk about we need to start fresh now. And this, this is crazy. We done went from church to selling drugs. Oh yeah. I forgot we were a Christian podcast. We only took an hour and a half to go back to yeah. uh, sinning. So how long you think it's gonna take Kanye? Shoot, they'll probably another day. <laughs> um, I was gonna bring up something else too. Oh yeah, Gucci brought this up and finally get off this point real quick. But Gucci did bring up the fact that, and he talks about this pretty frequently now, how his wife stuck by him even though he treated her like shit. You know, you cheated on her, he abused her, he fucking talked crazy to her, and she stuck around. I heard nobody say that about this interview. Yeah. This part. Yeah. I'll, I'll, the only reason someone could stick around through all that, if you think that lifestyle is sexy, so because no, you reasonably, who the fuck would stick around? Yeah. So I mean, she did it. She did what she wanted. I'm about to say yeah. I would give her credit because she, she, she the reason he changed. Like oh, that. definitely. Like yeah. do the vegan or yeah. whatever. Like she, she seen the vision and yeah, she pulled the um. What was in New Jack City? Ice T. What Ice T did to um, Chris Rock, Pookie. What he she did cleaned to him? him up. Oh yeah, pretty yeah, much cleaned yeah, him yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah. Right, yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what she did. She cloned him. That's what she actually did. <laughs> um, stuff we're running through real quick. It was Drake's thirty third birthday. Happy birthday, um, happy Drake. birthday to him. Damn, <laughs> I've been getting shit on Drake this whole time. Yeah. Uh, OVO. Hey, uh, he yes, got his ring too. He did. ESG he has OVO oh, ties, so we're trying to be nice to Drake now. Yeah. We're trying to get him mob ties. So <laughs> sure. hopefully get a next invite to that next birthday party. <laughs> so mob happy ties, birthday, Drake. Um, What else? Diddy wants to change his name to Sean Love Combs. Again? Yes. His new name. Let me, let's play this goofy-ass nigga. He had a clip about it. <laughs> hey, yo, what's up, y'all? I have some very serious, serious news. Um... I've been playing on this, and I, I decided, I know it was risky, because I knew it, it could it's come risky. off as corny to some people, like, yo, right. I decided to change my name again. I'm just, I'm just not who so I am before. I'm something different. So my new name is Love, a.k.a. Brother Love. I will not be answering the Puffy, Diddy, Puff Daddy, or any of my other monikers, but love or brother love, okay? It's my birthday. I feel good. God is the greatest. I give all glory, and I thank my mama and daddy. Ugh. So wait, wait actually. Uh. I'm going to say, that sounds like the exact same video. That was before. old. 
But apparently, uh, the the news is new that he's trying to change his government name yeah, to so Sean to Love it. Combs. Because the other times he really didn't change it, right? Yeah. Okay. He mentioned it a long time ago. He still ago. goes by Diddy. I didn't realize that clip was old. My bad. But uh, the news that he's trying to actually change his name legally is new. So... I don't know. That was just an update. So fun fact, I actually, did he advertise on his Instagram not too long ago that um, he is reaching out or you can text him? And I did it. Of course. <laughs> I texted Diddy, and Diddy say? sends you motivational messages that I think all of you should sign up for. He sends you black love messages and, like, inspirational uh, stuff and, like, even when when he'll the first message like says like you know save my contact it's real like really it's supposed to be personable like as if you're really talking to them and if you go to save it which I did Diddy's face he has a picture like I don't know what app he's using I want to research it because it's bomb but like <laughs> when you go to save the number his picture automatically pops up and I don't have any contact photos anyway so I'm like I don't want the fuck Diddy like in my phone like this but. It it's pretty it's pretty good. I don't it, Diddy is a marketing genius. He sound like the black Joe O's thing. Yes. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. But that whole thing about celebrities giving out their number for you to text. Yeah. He's not the only one doing that right now. A lot of people are. Mm-hmm. The first one I know who did it was the um what was the dude um who made a lot of sh- shit with Carrie Hilson? Uh, uh, Ryan Leslie. Ryan yeah. Leslie. Yeah. Um, I know Doja Cat did it. Yeah. I know. I want to say Ashanti did it or Meyer or somebody. One of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I'm sure a bunch more have. This is some kind of weird scheme. Well, this Something's is the going only. On this shit. Oh yeah, no, I know for sure. Like it's obviously some type of automated system. Obviously. Yeah. But this is the first like. You know, you call Soulja Boy's number, the 28, whatever number he put on, kiss me through the phone. You call yeah. Mike Jones' number. Like, you know, those are, this is the first time that I've, I guess with technology now that I've actually texted or tried to call a number and it was just so personable or so like very, if you're, the the average person may not even know that it was autumn. Like anybody, Anybody like young, text. yeah, anybody young may really feel like Diddy texting them. That's how like, personable it seems. That's number? how like, uh, it's like a nine one seven number. Did it say hi, Jasmine? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. they could tell. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, but like, I, I'm gonna show y'all. Yeah. It, but nine one seven is a New York number too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that it's the area code, and then Diddy's face pops up, and like, and I could just be not hip to what everybody else is doing, but this is the first time I've done this in a long time, and yeah. it just seems very is. It's a different way from what had been put out there before, for sure. Like, you would just call and hear, like, a voicemail or something like that. Yeah. Or you'd be able to leave a voicemail, but they ain't checking them. But, like, this is, like, he will send you stuff every now and then or, like, you know, just random. Yeah, I have a, like, you think y'all it's a scheme? already know I have a conspiratorial mind. I think it's the gov? I think that is some kind of, uh, of course, number one, the slipper's getting paid for this. Oh, yeah, of course. Somebody's paying them for this. Of course. And somebody's collecting information. All this information's getting collected somewhere. Mm-hmm. Same thing how everybody was on that face app shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's taking your face. <laughs> now you're giving up your number. 
to a number that is not their real number. That's from Russia. Yes. Yeah. I, I just don't trust any of that shit, man. Yeah, I would, I, it would be different if it was just Diddy doing it, but mm-hmm. so many celebrities started doing it around the same time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, some, some company, some yeah, company is paying you to do this and say this. And compromising our information. Yes. Yes. We're already compromised. But yeah, it's I'm about to get say, worse. it's too late for me to turn around. Oh, it, it's too late for <laughs> yeah, everybody. I, I'm, I'm sure they got everybody by now. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> um, and one of the last things we could touch on, uh, T-Pain announced that his tour was canceled. He had a new, tain, uh, new tour coming up. He announced it was canceled, and he admitted why, and let's play some of his admission as to why his tour was canceled. What's good, guys? It's your boy T-Pain. How you doing? Got some news about the 1UP DLC tour. Let me just start by saying that my team set up the tour in September, and uh, if you've ever set up a whole month-long tour before, you'd know that's not enough time to set up a full tour. So um, some things got cut, some corners got cut, uh, production went missing. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't as hands-on with the planning and things as I should have been because I've been busy as hell, and I just thought since, you know, the first one-up tour went well and sold out every city, then this should be good. But having said that, uh, I'm going to take it upon myself to cancel the one-up DLC tour because it just would have been a bad look for me and it wouldn't have been entertaining for y'all. So uh, I'd, I'd rather just leave it for a later time. Now, let me tell you, I was advised to lie about this and say that I needed some time or I needed some alone time or me time and uh, some shit like that or you know, I needed time to spend with my family or some medical attention or something like that. Just don't, just make, just don't make it look like we fucked up. We fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, man. I, that's not. I know, and most artists lie. When, whenever, whenever uh, concerts get canceled or, or tours get canceled, it's it's for low ticket sales. It ain't really about, you know, whatever the fuck reason they say. And I think that's wrong. That's fucked up. Y'all out there spending y'all hard earned money on these fucking tickets, and y'all, you know. Y'all take time to fucking prepare for this shit and somebody, it could be somebody's birthday. You didn't, you didn't gifted somebody some fucking tickets and shit. So I just want to take it upon myself to say, this is my decision to do this. And I should have been more hands on with the planning of it. We didn't have enough time to do that shit. We should. Yeah. Enough of that. Yeah. I respect um, it. I respect it too. Yeah. So he, he exposed some of the game right here, even though a lot of people knew this anyway. Yeah. Some people live in that fantasy land. Yes. <laughs> Nikki is one. <laughs> Uh, Big Sean was one. Um, a, a number of other artists. A lot Anybody of artists cancel who tours. cancels their tour never says it's because of low ticket sales. Yeah. They always say, I need some me time. I need to relax from touring so much or making so much music or whatever. Yeah. I need some family time, family issues, whatever. Chance Not right. right. Yes, that too. <laughs> so, yeah, he exposed a little bit of the game, but at least he was honest and said the reason why most artists cancel. Is yeah. because of low ticket sales. Yeah, I think T Pain. Um, I do think he was a big artist in the two thousands. Mm-hmm. I think he played a major part, but I just think he's not big enough to hold uh, his own tour. And le- I think it got to be something like a two thousands tour. Yeah. Where um, uh, what was the last? I think the last tour that was here it was like a Pretty Ricky and B two K that type of tour. B two K tour. I think it. I think it got to be some something similar to that for him to do. I don't think he could just hold his own tour. 
Well, to his point, I think he did this tour last year and it actually did sell well. Mm. So I think his it, what he's saying here, and that's probably the case because I, I don't think he has any reason to lie. Uh, they weren't prepared and they didn't promote it or market it or produce it like they should have. Yeah. Mm. And so it, it because of that, the ticket sales were low and because of that, he canceled it. So, mm. okay. I respect that. Just yeah. being 100 about what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's better than, you know, like he said, having people buy the tickets and all that stuff. Yeah. Giving them and then canceling it. Mm-hmm. Or having tickets on Groupon, Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. So, shout out to T-Pain for keeping it real with people and not fronting like most artists do. Uh, would y'all go to a T-Pain show? I probably would. If I didn't, yeah, I, I would go. Well, he had a lot of songs, man. Hell yeah, he had a lot. He, yeah, hell of a discography. I would definitely go to T Pain. Yeah, show I'd now go. I think about it. Yeah, we can make our. Yeah, I'll uh, go just to say, because I think it. at the end of it all, I think he'll get his flowers. Oh yeah, he needs to. He needs yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's about it, y'all. Anything else? Oh yeah, we could talk about this Suge Knight Ray J shit. Uh, real quick. So apparently there was a story going around that. Uh, Suge Knight signed over his life rights to Ray J. What? You didn't hear about this? No. Yeah. It was going what? on Twitter for about a whole day. To Ray J? Yes. <laughs> um. So uh, apparently this was cleared up a little bit. Uh, apparently Suge Knight did not sell over. I, I guess this was for, like for making the Suge Knight movie or whatever. And apparently those rights were supposedly sold to Ray J. But Suge Knight denies it. But he does say that the um, the music side of Death Row Records will be handled by Ray J in the future, which sounds like it. He bought Death Row and the catalog music catalog of it, which I thought that was owned by some old white lady now. But I guess she sold it. I don't know. Mm. Um, He did have a quote. He said, yeah, I just heard about that article being released regarding that. Ray J has all my rights, television, movies, books, you know, all that type of stuff. He don't. Ray J is not just a friend of mine. That's little brother. That's family. I didn't know that either. And I respect Ray J and his business dealings. That's why I chose him as one of the guys to deal with the music side, the future of Death Row Records. Um, Is there a future of Death Row Records, really? Anything to do with Death Row, and it's great to have him because he will be putting out an incredible album, and I heard it before. Okay. So Ray J going to put an album out on Death Row. Yeah. I don't know what to make I, about this story. Yeah, I don't I heard know Nick, either. I heard Nick Cannon had a part of uh, this too. Yes. Nick Cannon will be writing his autobiography or handling it. Shug Knights? Yeah. yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe this got something to do with it. Maybe. Uh, because is he still in jail? Yes. Maybe that's a sign that, you know, it's not looking too good. Wait, how, how did he make a clip on YouTube if he's in jail? Hey, technology That's in there, wild, man. man. Dog, you see that <laughs> way sidebar. <laughs> I saw a picture that was supposedly from jail, but niggas were playing video game consoles with a separate screens on it like it was a fucking <laughs> video game tournament or something, dog. They had Madden and NBA 2K. Man. It was supposed to be prison. Yeah. Man, I'd be like, that's basically how I live today. Yes, <laughs> man. Yeah. 
Yeah, they be having phones and everything. Behavior. Yeah, I had a, um, my best friend. Yeah, my best friend. She was talking to a dude in jail. They was FaceTiming each other. Damn. I'm like, man, this is where our money going to. (laughs) 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 They probably sneaking them. Niggas got Wi-Fi in in jail. What the fuck? Talk about crooked, man. I'm I'm sure them COs are crooked. It's Man, if they bust jail down and, you know, get into the nitty gritty of it, man, mm-hmm. a lot of people be going to jail. Shit, man. A lot That's of people wild. be in trouble. That's hilarious, though, man. Uh, So, yeah, Suge Knight denies it, but apparently Ray J is still winning in life because he is running death row records, I guess. So, good for him. Shout out to Ray J. <laughs> Keep doing man, whatever you're doing, funny. man. Vince Staples had a funny theory. I don't know if y'all have seen his Ray J theory. I love Vince it's Staples. Hilar- it's hilarious. Look up Vince Staples' Ray J. He was on Power 105, I think, with uh, Rosenberg and what's his name? The other old nigga fucking... Ebro. Yeah, oh, Ebro. Hot 97. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was Hot 97, my yeah. bad. And um, he had this whole theory about how Ray J is connected to every major incident in black culture in the last 20 years it's hilarious man so yeah. check it out he was actually right too i would love to um <laughs> smash he's been around Staple for a long yeah. time man <laughs> he's been around for a long time ray j yeah, yeah. he's had his hand in a lot of stuff so yeah. <laughs> um that's all i got for this week y'all anything else we should shout out anything else we should mention mm, i'm trying to think um any other music came out? Uh, um, Dave, I, I've been listening to this Dave East and Nas song. I heard it. I heard that a little that bit. That kind of hard, man. It is. Are they making a whole album or is that just a song? I don't know. I've, I've heard rumors of an album mm. together. If it sounds like that, man, that might be the album yeah, of the year. That should be hard. <laughs> yeah. Also, random uh, Nas news. He said he was tired of celebrating Illmatic. Good, because <laughs> I'm too. I am yeah. too. I always thought that album was kind of overrated, man. Do you? Yes. I get I, that it was probably like it changed the sound of New York rap, but I never listened to it and really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was okay. I Maybe disagree with that. I, I, <laughs> I like that album. I think that was, yeah, that, that was a dope album. It was I, dope, but I'm like, I would put Mob Deep the Infamous over it. I would put Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt over it. I would put Biggie Ready to Die over it. I would put so many albums around that era <laughs> over it, so it, I didn't like it that I mean, much. I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think that make it overrated. <laughs> People say it's the most groundbreaking hip hop album of all time. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't like. People say I it's the greatest. About, when they have their listing of albums, Illmatic is always number one, almost. Mm. So I, I think, don't know. I think it's more to do than just that actual album. I think for the simple fact he was like fourteen. <laughs> when he dropped that album. Yeah, that too. And, you know, the stuff he was saying, he like he was saying shit no 14-year-old would say. So I think that probably p- played a part in it. Yeah. And he had, you know, and then plus the the whole New York thing. Yeah. But the um, production was incredible, I'll say that much, but just yeah. overall, uh, yeah. It take a lot more than that <laughs> over that. It's funny because in that same statement, he said I have other albums. But I was thinking, like, what type of other albums will he do a, you know, anniversary for? It Was Written is underrated. I think that should definitely get an anniversary edition in a tour. That Mm. was a great album. Mm. And I think people, the the Illmatic 
bias kind of hurts it was written because it was written was more of a pop album mm. it wasn't a hundred percent pop but just it had more of a mainstream feel whereas Illmatic was just gutter the whole way through so uh, I definitely think that deserves more love. Shoot, uh, fucking, what else is really good from him? I can't think of nothing yeah. else. Yeah, I, yeah, I was trying <laughs> to think something worthy of a. Hey, this is the ten year anniversary. I'm trying, even with Jay Z, I think he got a couple. Uh, of course, re, I, I'm not counting Reasonable Doubt mm-hmm. because he celebrated that. But um, Blueprint, I think, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Shoot, uh, I think uh, Distant Relatives with uh, Damian Marley. Deserves, mm. I think it's been My about 10 years that since album. that one. I think so. I think that was underrated, honestly. Yeah, 100%. That was my daddy's favorite album for the longest time. And I used to get, I liked it, but I, man. You got tired he, of it. He, he, he wore the album out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dope album. That's your good anniversary. Yeah. Um, I can't think of shit else to talk about, y'all. I think we done covered all the bases for this week. Yeah, I don't oh, think a lot. Yeah, I think a lot of music drop anyway. Nah, nah, um, nah. Anything else coming on the horizon? Probably not. So um, fuck it. They've been dropping a lot of music for that. Um, Rihanna is coming soon. Is she really? I think she is. That to me, I look at that nah. as the, the female Kanye. I think because we always hear something. Oh, she's in the studio. But she don't she say don't talk, shit. Yeah, she don't talk. Yeah. She, to be fair, but. She has. Um, She did an interview. I read it not too long ago. I read it very, very late. But she actually has time dedicated to the studio. And she, she was very vocal about um, the recording process that she's in right now. Um, but she was, and if I remember correctly, she was saying that, um, she just torn. She was torn in a bunch of different directions at one point in time, but now like she's in album mode right now. Okay. So, but that was definitely at least maybe, maybe like August. Okay. So, okay. I think if I think we could potentially get a Rihanna album by the end of the year, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm put that prediction out there. Hmm. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I think a Rihanna album it can't drop like a it can't drop like a typical rap album, mm. you know. I think it has to drop at a certain time of the year, maybe summer of next year. Had the right song. Yeah, you can't really drop a dance heavy like it's supposed to be like dance hall, dance hall type shit, right? You yeah. can't drop that shit in November. Yeah, you know, you got to wait till it's time to go outside and party. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think it's gonna drop this year at mm-hmm. this point, but I think she probably does have an album done. But no, she definitely like um, spoke on. She's gonna take. She's taking her time. Like it's not done because it's not done. She don't want. Well, like at the same time though, like if she don't, if she don't ever put it out, then she don't ever put it out. But like she was just saying, like she was very particular about the fact that she is gonna be what she wanted to be. Yeah, and she gonna spend as much time as she want on it because it's gonna be what she wants. Basically. Okay. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. She was also seen at Drake's 33rd birthday was party. Was she really? Yeah. I, seen that. Yeah. I didn't see that. They was walking out together, right? Mm-hmm. They was walking where together? Walking out together, yep. right? No, they were not. Mm-hmm. They was seen together because I thought it was an old picture. I don't know where they were seen together or how it was, I but I just know this. she was there. It, it happened. <laughs> it could be rekindled. Who knows? Nah, mm-hmm. she got that billionaire. She yeah, did. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. Uh, real quick, uh, you see Adele making an album with Skepta. Yes. Really? Or, uh, no, I don't no, know. They're, they're, they're dating. That. They're, they're dating. dating. Yeah. Yes. yes. They're dating. That shit tripped me out because I'm kind of a Skepta fan. <laughs> yeah. I saw him at ACL and I've been listening to his music ever since. That shit tripped me the hell yeah. out. Adele, like, what the fuck? My, my wife is a 
full blown Adele fan. <laughs> and uh, I actually broke the news that um, she broke up with her husband. I think I mm-hmm. think it was her husband. Mm-hmm. And then I broke the news that she was dating some dude named Skepta. Of course, my wife didn't know who Skepta was, yeah. so I had to break everything down. <laughs> but I'm like. That shit tripped me the fuck out. I'll, yeah. and the memes that came out of that were funny <laughs> as hell too, man. Yeah, no, that's a random ass parent. I would never thought. Yeah, Skepta and Adele. But yeah. Adele, I know y'all seen Adele rap monster before. Adele is like being into rap is one thing, but that's kind of like I know. I think she's into into the culture in general. I don't think she just liked the music. I think like the way she stands for Beyonce, the way that she um, is very vocal about certain issues or for certain like people i think that she's just um very close to our community more than we more than some realize yeah she was also at the drake birthday party apparently she cried for some reason or something happened i don't know my wife sent me that too like oh you think they got music coming (laughs) wow i wouldn't even be surprised Uh yeah, I don't think about that. That was wild to hear. Her and Skepta, that's crazy. That's probably why she was at Drake's yes. birthday though, because of Skepta. Could be, could mm-hmm. be, could be. Um, I think she just fucks with Drake too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was gonna say something and else, she's but I sang- forgot. Or it's kind of single. <laughs> she ain't married now, so she out here. She out here. She's trying to get some. Black, mm. Or or maybe she's trying to get to the black crowd. Trying to, she dating a black uh, UK rapper. Yeah, she's yeah. at a Drake birthday party. <laughs> I think black maybe people she fuck with her regardless. Maybe, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But maybe she trying to um, get, get on black lane, radio, man. trying agree. to pull a Justin Bieber or I or, think uh, Sam Smith. <laughs> it's possible, man. Uh-uh, I wouldn't be surprised. She's done with that. And then jump right back in the other lane. She gonna drop a uh, a fucking lemonade. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I guarantee that man. It's coming. I guarantee it for her divorce, and she gonna have a bunch of rappers. She, she gonna have some eight oh eight. Yes, <laughs> trap songs and shit. That's hilarious. All right, y'all. I'm getting tired as fuck. So let's wrap this hoe up. Um, anything else? Fuck, are we done? Wrapping it up. So my boy Figgy, you can find him at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. I'll be at the Texans game this Sunday, tailgating. Let's get it. All right. um, Yeah, come holler at me. I'll be in the blue lot. All right. Blue lot. Check them out. Uh, Always some good food tailgating over there. So hope you have a good time, man. Thank you. Uh, Also, the lovely Jasmine, who I don't know where you be at now. What do you mean? You got any events people can see you at? Oh, not this weekend. This weekend, weekend, I'm going to visit my family. So please, please leave me alone. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to visit my family in Dallas. Okay, well, hope you have a safe trip. Thank Come back you. refreshed and rejuvenated. Thank you. And she is at Chitty Chitty Base. Yes. And I'm hoping since we kind of... Stop <laughs> laughing at line. me. <laughs> no, she, last... Oh, it was this week when, yes. she, when you said Chitty Chitty Base. Yes. You said who? Yes. He finally followed me that. Ugh. I'm so, <laughs> I can't stand it. Yes. Oh, shout out to Jasmine, by the way, because uh, on the ESG, wait, on the Swing and Bang podcast, uh, recently recorded, we had a, a Exotic Pop founder and also Catherine Flowers, a yeah. Houston City Council candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine came through, too, and she hooked everybody up with beers and was a very nice, courteous host for all of our people. So shout out to Jasmine. Shout out to Figgy, being a dope producer on the show as well. Um, check that out on Spotify at uh, Swang and Bang, whatever. It's Search, not on Apple yeah. yet. But Swerch Swang and Bang podcast, you'll find it. Yeah. And that's just dope. 
And you can find me at the Ryan Rocket on Twitter and Ryan.rocket on Instagram, yada, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We out. And see y'all next week. You didn't say. Say it. Peace. <laughs>